Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Product Comedy Hits Channel 99 Americans. And for those of you who still think we're from England, we're not. We're not. No. Our buddies, it's the Run of Face show. On what science tells us is a Wednesday, midday, hump day. Right in the middle. Wine's day. Love a glass of wine. You like white wine. You know why? Why? You're a real fruit, there you are. <laughs> hey, fruity. Drinking another wine, huh, fruity? Mm-hmm. I think we're, uh... I think we're hitting a point where just beer is turning into wine anyway. It's getting so fruity. There's kind of... There's, and there's plus so many beer connoisseurs now. They, they really are. The guys like I, I... They can only have some, you know, weird microbrew. Who was the uh, the Sam Adams guy that used to be so close with Jim Illinois? Cook? I just saw today Jim Cook's a billionaire. I saw the same thing. Oh, wait, what? I go billionaire. I remember when the fucking guy used to be in NAW, <laughs> fucking carrying cases in. Hey guys, these are for you. I know Sam Adams is popular in the Northeast, but billionaire status? He's billionaire, as in billion. Yeah, I, blew, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, fuck me up. I don't think we've been exactly on the same path. Because he's making a billion. I saw Fezzy digging in the couch for change the other day. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. A big unmasked yesterday that uh, is already in the New York Daily News. Which, if you go and check it out... uh, it reads nicer online than it does in the Daily News. They're a little meaner to him in I the know Daily they, News. I know they changed copy between online and print. They changed a little copy, but they really what changed was the headline. Uh, the headline online, Russell Brand's new campaign takes on money-grabbing capitalism and the blind pursuit of fame. Now, that seems very, uh, that seems very much pro-brand. And this one in the news, in the Daily News paper, says this new brand is revolting. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's, it's very, very funny that the same article plays different people, which goes to show you they must think, okay, the youngsters are, who might be open to some of these ideas are reading on the web 
And then the old fogies on the train are like, that son of a bitch. See, I'm an old fogey. I read the paper on the train. I'm like, oh, okay. You should be reading your iPad. I don't own one. I don't have a tablet. Not the American scum. All right, let's announce another... Um, a, another unmasked right now, Chris Stanley. Um, well, they're already getting the um, name of the Friday show wrong online. Chris, I'll have you take care of that. They're calling it the Ron Bennington show. Simply Bennington. Is it Bennington and Watley or just... Just Bennington. Like, okay. just the word Bennington. Oh, that's, that's heavy, you know? Yeah. All right, why don't you, uh, why don't you play that uh, Unmasked thing? Who will be Ron Bennington's next guest on Unmasked? Let's find out. Monday, October 20th, 1 o'clock in the fishbowl, we will be bringing Dick Cavett in for an Unmasked. He's got a new book, Brief Encounters, Conversations, Magic Moments, and Assorted Hijinks, that comes out October 28th. Now, any time that we've ever had Dick Cavett on the show, fascinating. Love Dick Cavett. Everyone loves Dick Cavett because he has more show business stories than anyone you've ever met before. He just showed up in the Bowie documentary like a month ago where they had the old footage of Bowie on Cavett's show, and Bowie was just out of his mind, just drugged out and weird. Well, you know, I think Dick Cavett was like the first person to bring rock stars on TV to interview them. Before that, they hadn't interviewed him. And at the perfect time, in that time frame, just bringing in all these giants. Yeah, I mean, it would be like Janis Joplin and, you know... John Lennon. I think John Lennon did a show. I know he's friends with Yoko. What is the weirdness playing? The, the, the theme from uh, The Cabbage Show. Is that what that is? Yeah. Let me hear it. Sounds very PBS. Yeah. This was, uh, this was, uh, this was played for, during his show. Oh, in the, his PBS show. It was played as the intro to the PBS show, but on the, the show before that, it was played during the, sh- during, during the show as well. During interviews? No, in the middle part of the show, the middle of the program. I mean, you made it seem like it was playing during interviews. <laughs> Turn that down. I'm interviewing Hendrix over there. I'll, I'm sorry. I can't hear you, Dick. Tell that flautist to keep it down. Hey, come on. It's fucking homosexual. That's what we say now. Sorry you had to hear that, Fez. Uh, all right, so there you go. Go over to the Uh We're going to do this one here. Dick Cavett unmasked. Uh, this Monday should be, well, it should be spectacular. It really should be. Um, it's going to be very, very cool. Make sure you can come in for that. But the Unmasked are coming fast and furious, and the newspapers are picking up on it. It's just great. It's just so much fun. Um, madness. Just Was it yes? Yeah, it was just yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I don't know if we've ever done these back-to-back before. Like, we have the Dane Cook today uh, over... In New York City at Caroline's Broadway. Ba-da-na, bump, bump. We should have done Dick Cavett there. 
the cabin on Broadway would have been great. But this is very cool when you get to come in and just sit in the room. Because yesterday, with as crazy and over-the-top brand is, I'm looking up at the audience, and um, I just see, like, just weirdness. And everybody's just like, they dig him. But at the same time, you're a little fearful to be sitting near him. And there were a lot of ladies in there just enraptured. Enraptured with Mr. Brandt. I'm sure. Yeah, the ladies love him. Yeah, big time. He's the LL Cool J of comedy. He was licking his lips a lot. Yeah. Who's the Russell Brand of music? Um, He's the LL Cool J of comedy. Probably Aldo Snow. That would be the guy for me. You know, because he always... I mean, I was a big fan of that African song that he did. I liked Inside of You. <laughs> that was pretty good. That fucking movie was actually great. Chris is tapping it out now to try to find it. Chris, I want you to focus on one thing. Okay. Get me in a screening for the Jason Schwartzman as Sap. What's the name of that movie? Listen Up, Philip. I hear great things about it. I'm also hearing great things about Birdman. Yeah, that opens that opens this weekend. And then also Fury, the Brad Pitt Tank World War Two movie opens up this weekend. Is that getting a lot of buzz? I've se- I've only seen posters for it, but leading up to this week, I've been hearing buzz about it, and the trailers are going heavy, and I'm like, all right, this looks kind of good. It's odd that we're still making World War II movies. Yeah. I figured Saving Private Ryan would have been the the stamp on, all right, we've... World War Two movies. We're done with it now. Like you this mean. is yeah, like the you know the beach scene. See, there I, you go. I disagree. I think that Tarantino movie was. I'd watch it a hundred times more than Saving Private Ryan. The beach scene, yeah, I'll watch that for. But no, you know. Oddly enough, I, like, I never, I, I never think of it. I know it's in World War Two, but I, I just think of it as a Tarantino film as opposed to a World War Two movie. Hitler is in it, Chris. I know, I know. Hitler, but still, it's like Tarantino's Hitler. Uh, I, I feel the same way, though, for your Save a Private Ryan, because I couldn't get past the Tom Hanks. I'm just like, there's Tom Hanks in World <laughs> War II. He never seemed like whoever he was supposed to be. He's leading these kids in the war. But you won't... First of all, you're not going to get past Gone Girl this weekend. That's America's favorite. And uh, the big reason why, the Ben Affleck. Or I'm going to be more specific. Ben Affleck's nuts. You get you get a shot of him, right? Yeah, you do get a shot of him. Now, it's a very quick thing. Did you notice, though? I kept my eyes peeled for that thing. And... <laughs> you mean Ben Affleck's nuts. Not that thing. It's Ben Affleck's nuts. Get, get... Here's how this is funny, though. It works both ways, because Ben Affleck's nuts. Oh, Remember yeah. he was just crazy the other night? Oh, on, on, uh, on Bill Mar- Mar- Yeah. <laughs> so, Ben Affleck's nuts <laughs> is how they should be selling, you know. There should be two different things that they're selling this. It should be like, hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. But, like, one of it should be, like, a poster of him just acting crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, and then the next one, just a shadow of his nuts. Ben Affleck's nuts. Hashtag Benaflex nuts. That should be on the poster. Like this new Jurassic Park. I'm seeing hashtag the park is open. This should say Gone Girl. Hashtag Benaflex Benaflex nuts. Just Benaflex nuts. Hashtag Benaflex nuts would be fucking. I bet people would be going crazy for it. Look, Bill Maher really. Bill Maher ate hashtag Benaflex nuts on HBO last week. Oh, jeez. See I what thought, you did with yeah, that? Yeah. No, the thing would be what does Bill Maher eat? Hashtag Benaflex nuts. Um. Hey, why did he take? Uh, why did he choose the role in Batman? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. 
I can't wait for Batman versus Superman, Dawn of hashtag Beneflex nuts. I don't know whether you got the full concept down here, Chris. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Did you like the Gun Girl? Yeah, I thought I loved it. I, I really, was really you loved in it. Yeah, I, I got to see it again. It's just so polarizing. <laughs> wow, polarizing. It yeah. is for the audiences. Uh, it's very funny because I'm doing that uh, thing today with Dane Cook, and he's the polarizing comedian. You love him or you don't love him. There's just two camps. That's yeah. it. And I, we could also even say this. You love them or you don't love them. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. I love hashtag Beneflex nuts. Is that gay? Is that gay what I just said? If it is, that's okay. We accept you. I don't think you guys know how to do a blurb for one of these things. Fezzi, give us one. What was the best part of Daredevil? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. See, you could have said, what's the best part of Gone Girl? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Because he actually sports them. Uh, and not for anything, but one seems to uh, be a little larger than the other when you go to the movie. Everyone was talking about the blue guy in Watchmen, his nuts forever. No, he's, he's out of the picture. Now it's all about Beneflex nuts. Yeah, it's all about hashtag Beneflex nuts. Which I think, uh, you know, I think is going to be the new craze. Uh, Dave, Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Whoops. I'm already having trouble with this thing. Dave and PA, go ahead, buddy. Hey, it's Cave Dave, man. What's going on there, guys? What do you say, buddy? Hey, uh, I, bought a, I bought a converter for my cassette tapes from when I used to record your old show in Daytona Beach. You don't mind if I uh, put them on YouTube, do you, once I convert them over to the computer? They'll probably just ask you to take them down. That's what they always do with people who put stuff like that up. That was pre-crying, Fez, too. Hey, Dave, it's good to talk to you. Uh, make sure you give us a buzz sometime. i like to hey, find out what you're up to. All right, talk All right to you man. Peace. Andrew, you're on the run of Fez show. Who's are going? Benef- uh, hashtag Beneflex nuts. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Hi, you're on the Ron of Fez show. Who's this? It's Jason from Detroit. I would like to let you know that Matt Damon's favorite snack food is hashtag Beneflex nuts. That's good. What's on Matt Damon's chin? Hashtag <laughs> Beneflex nuts. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, right, here's, some, here's some of the ones already up. He was the bomb in Phantoms. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Sweet, salty, and not afraid of it. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Why did Jennifer Garner marry Ben? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. I heard Classic Shelb wants to eat some. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's hashtag Beneflex nuts. Uh, what makes Gone Girl so good? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Making Bill Maher seem reasonable. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. 866 866- Run zero fez eight six six 
Run. Zero. Fez. Uh, here is, let's go to Andy. Andy in Akron. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, I got two. Uh, the first one is, come see his poll arising. Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. And the second is, gonna fuck the shit out of Tom Brady. Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. Mm. That was the peak you guys, wasn't it? The Tom Brady song. That was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, that caught was... <laughs> caught the zeitgeist. Yeah. Well, that was as big as you could get, really. You know? I mean, you could have... bright. Yeah. That was like you guys put out Gloria. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're not going to... You know, you'll do all these songs, yeah, but you know what you're ending the show with. Uh, favorite movie snack this weekend? Hashtag Betaflex Nuts. Uh, just as salty as grandma's used to be. Hashtag Betaflex Nuts. How about them apples? Hashtag Betaflex Nuts. Everyone from ISIS to Al-Qaeda loves hashtag Beneflex Nuts. A Beneflex joint. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Batman is good, wholesome, family, fun. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Bob in West Virginia. Why did he divorce J-Lo and marry a West Virginia girl? Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. Jason in Kentucky, you're on the Run of Fez show. What does Robin Garber with? Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, here's some more. Uh, trick or treat. Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. You like nuts? How about these nuts? Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. His wife's movies. Hashtags Beneflex Nuts. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts looks manly eating lettuce wraps. If Muslims can, can't eat pork, what do they eat on their eggs? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. I didn't think that we'd get so much Muslim stuff with this. It's hot right now. That's the year, yeah. Especially with Beneflex Nuts. But that seems to be the early buzz on this. That was a shocker to me. Uh, John, John, uh, what do you got, pal? ACDC says he doesn't have the biggest balls of them all. Hashtag Bennett Flex Nuts. Uh, Chuck, Chuck, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, they touch the water when I take a shit. Hashtag Bennett Flex Nuts. That is so <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> That is such an awful thing to say. Keith, you're on the Run of Fez show. Keith? Yeah. When I do a tea bag, I like to use hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Eddie in Virginia. Uh, they miss being mashed up against J-Lo's famous ash. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Well, that must have been nice night stuff for him, you know? It? Oh, soft, you know? Soft form. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Soft and probably felt like home to him. Oh, you know God, what I mean? Yeah. Finally, a fucking nice, warm, soft place for his nuts. Just arrest them and give him love. Yeah. God bless him for it, too. You know? 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, works at the Fashionable Mail. And fucks girls in very uncomfortable places. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. That's a nice callback. Like the, the back of a Volkswagen? That's good. <clears throat> More like Goodwill Humping. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. 
Forget kryptonite. Superman will find his new weakness. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. They're Boston strong. <laughs> Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Uh, what has peach fuzz and is always following a dick around? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. The movie Daredevil sucked. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. I don't always go balls deep. But when I do, I use hashtag Beneflix nuts. Party at the moon tower with hashtag Beneflex nuts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Andre, you're on the Run of Fez show. World Cup my hashtag Beneflex nuts. Oh, that's actually nice that we're all back together again. Mash up. Yeah. Um, because that hasn't been since World Cup my balls. Scott in California, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, I'm as happy as a Fezzy in Boys Town. Hashtag Fletnut. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, Craig. That sounds just like Fez was calling from the other room. What the fuck? Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. Liv Tyler said these animal crackers smell like onion. They were swiped through hashtag Beneflex nuts. That was a long way to get there, but I did like the fact that Liv Tyler showed up in it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's read some more of these off the internets. It's hashtag Beneflex nuts. Um... He's just not that into you. Why? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Taco flavored kisses for hashtag Beneflex nuts. Oh, smooth and full of life. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Bill Maher saw hashtag Beneflex nuts. Move over, Mr. Peanut. Here comes hashtag Beneflex nuts. Hashtag Beneflex nuts, and he's not going to take it anymore. When Ben asked for an extra small Batman suit, it was plain to see. Hashtag Beneflix nuts. And play it for us, Chris. The Ron and Fez show is now trending nationwide. Already uh, popped up that we're trending number five. In the nation of America with hashtag Beneflex nuts. That's really embarrassing. I think those nuts should be proud, hashtag Beneflex nuts. They really should be. Um, Glenn, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies, why should we hang? Dick did the shooting, hashtag Beneflex nuts. Here's uh, Baldy. Baldy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, the only thing he hits once in his mouth more than a dick is hashtag Beneflex nuts. No. Um, Jack, you're on the Run of Fez show. Jack? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do this job for me. I'm going to clip your nuts like I did your daddy. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Jim in Alberta, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Why did uh, Chris Stanley go watch Gone Girl? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Danny in Kansas City, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Chris Stanley takes the cock. He passes <laughs> on hashtag Beneflex nuts. This always bumps you out. Of All right, I'm getting a, a sense of yeah. a pattern emerging. 
Hashtag Beneflex Nuts is slow, slowly creeping up on Ebola in Cleveland. The movie Boiler Room was pretty much one giant reference to Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Move over, Cape Crusader and Boy Wonder. The real dynamic duo is Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. They used to be named Matt Damon. <coughs> hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts is a standalone fruit. What smells and hangs from his asshole? <laughs> Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. You know what rhymes with Argo? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Riddle me this. What's large and small and smells like onions? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Batman suit, Clooney nipples, or Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Who failed their senior year? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Already trending in the United States of America... Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. Already trending nationwide. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. <laughs> How quick before they pull that down now? They <laughs> no. can't leave that one up, they right? They can't pull it down. Uh, Kevin, you're on the Ron and Fez Show. What's the best topping on a half slice? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Uh, Scott. Scott in South Carolina, you're on the Run of Fez show. Jennifer Lopez said they put bruises on her ass. <laughs> Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Um, here is Adam. Adam in Iowa. What's in Chris Stanley's mouth? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. It's true. No, it's not. Dave in Ohio. Uh, yes, Jennifer Lopez's Christmas present. A box of Hashtag Gen- uh, Beneflex Nuts. All right, uh, we've now moved hashtag Beneflex Nuts up to number three. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. Pretty embarrassing, and yet it's happening. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's America's favorite new game show. <coughs> Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Dave in Ohio. Uh, oh, let's go over to Joe in Philly. Joe, go ahead, buddy. What got in the way of chasing Amy? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Uh, Rob. Rob in Belmar. The, the true stars of the Benefer saga. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um... New item in the Chinese takeout replacing the cashews. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. A second nurse has Ebola. And now hashtag Beneflex Nuts is trending? What happened to the world while I was sleeping? I always like for the people who aren't part of this. Yeah, just to jump and in. And then always jump in and be freaked out by it. Please, Lord, let the number one trending topic be hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Um... He hasn't subscribed to Gino's picks yet. One can only wonder, is hashtag Beneflex nuts? He is winning a lot, right? Yeah, he's uh, 16 and 8 on the season. Jesus! He was 4 and 0 this past weekend. That's a fucking monster. What was Goodwill hunting? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Stickier than uh, flypaper. It's hashtag Beneflex nuts. Geely stunk worse than hashtag Beneflex nuts. 
Do I even want to know why? Hashtag Bataflex nuts is trending. <laughs> Do I even want to know this with Ebola? Can anyone tell me why? Hashtag Beneflex nuts is trending. God, why are people getting so upset with that? <laughs> Just hashtag Beneflex nuts. Well, yeah, that's it. Read a little bit. Half the population's got them. Sharon Doherty's uh, favorite part of mall rats. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Gwyneth Paltrow. Couldn't deal with hashtag Beneflex nuts. Did I eat peanuts? No. That was hashtag Beneflex nuts. Like the backseat of a Volkswagen. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. <laughs> Geeling his balls on your face. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. God, that's funny. Uh, you can either jump into the trend or give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to try my gang. You've heard some of the stuff you're battling against, Shelby. <coughs> give me your blurb. I heard he was putting the nipples back on the bat suit. Hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts. What do you guys think of that one? Nipple. I no. like nipples. Played. Whack. Played. Whack. Whack. Played. What do you got, Chris? Will we ever get to see Pearl Harbor 2 starring hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts? I don't even get There's no, like, fun to that. You just brought up a movie that he did. But the sequel to Pearl Harbor. All right. Now, Fez Watley, been struggling a little bit lately, has come back out of his heart thing with confusion and depression, but this is where he's at his best. What are most kids in Boston allergic to? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. All right, I mean, we're too close to the bombing to do jokes about that. You know what I mean? The bombing in Boston Strong. That was a big deal. Um, by the way, this one, some people are saying, is moving faster than what we've ever done. Uh, leading cause of quadruple uh, paraplegia. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. I want to pour milk and sugar on. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Move over. Hashtag Obama's big boner. And make room for hashtag Beneflex nuts. The Bane mask was originally a scale model of hashtag Beneflex nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> hashtag Beneflex nuts are just not into you. Uh, no ESL student can pronounce this three times in a row. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. What's in Jennifer Garner's wallet? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Whoa. You see that? Because she does that. Yeah. What's in your wallet commercial? <coughs> Some people call it a Kaiser blade. I call it hashtag Beneflex nuts. See, I like that because that's called back to a movie he wasn't even in. <laughs> Uh, if you think Fleck wrote Goodwill Hunting, you must be hashtag Beneflex nuts. Neither one of those fuckers wrote that. Hashtag Beneflex nuts is deep in Matt Damon. I don't know about that. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show trending in America with hashtag Beneflex nuts. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. Always happy to get a nationwide trend going, you know? You know how much people like America. Uh, here's uh, Rick in Shaolin. You're on the Ron and Fez Show. What? 
What is Chris Stanley like on his chin? Hashtag Benefils. Benefils. Uh, Gilbert in Texas, you're on the Runa Fez show. Yeah, we wouldn't have days to confuse about hashtag Ben Affleck nuts. Snowy. What's the difference between beer nuts and hashtag Benefils nuts? Addison in Iowa. The only snake for Chris's can. Hashtag Benefils nuts. Jay in California. Yeah, Bob took one look and he's been silent ever since. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Uh, John in Missouri, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ducks on the pond and lumps on. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. <coughs> now trending nationwide. And why shouldn't it be? It's everybody's favorite movie now. But, Chris, I will tell you this. A millisecond, this is on screen, and it seemed like it was even a side nut, and yet it's got everybody talking in the country. Did you get a rise in the theater? We were like, oh, oh there's, there it is. I don't know. I saw the movie with white people. <laughs> uh, hashtag Benflix nuts. Is the worst idea in history, but it's also racist. What's stinking up the crotch of the Batman suit? <laughs> hashtag Beneflex nuts. My new cologne is hashtag Beneflex nuts. He thinks he's really good on screen. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Hashtag Beneflex nuts gave three nurses Ebola. Will we see them in Clerks 3? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. It's not a schooner. It's hashtag Beneflex nuts. I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Did you know that it's hashtag illegal to be gay slash hashtag homosexual and hashtag Trinidad and Tobago? Yeah, hashtag Beneflex nuts. I guess they try to steal... Yeah. What's ever trending? Yeah, they'll bring by it letting in. us know that things are not good. Exactly. Yeah, in yeah. Trinidad, Tobago. Yeah, like, oh, what's trending? What, what are people reading about? Oh, they can throw this out there. See, that's fucking smart, right? We're co-opted. Hashtag Beneflex nuts has been co-opted. Yeah, that's always great. I like when they just try to sell fucking cookies off it. What's the dogma surrounding hashtag Beneflex nuts? Better than a tracer? He's hashtag Beneflex nuts. Everything you think they should be and more. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Why can't Hicks breathe through his nose? Hashtag Beneflex nuts. It's a little stuffed. Well, he's saying stuff full of nuts. Oh, no. Uh, Jason in Rochester. I thought Argo was a Red in Canada, you're on the Run of Fest show. Chris Danny likes to pound Beneflex nuts. Jeff in New Hampshire. Chris Stanley sucks huge cock and shaved assholes. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Boy, your phone screeners are rough on you, Chris. What's their problem with me? What did I ever do to them? None of this is showing up online, but you're getting it on the phones. <laughs> you fucking just want to throw me in with hashtag Beneflex nuts. Uh, Paul, you're on the Run Fest show. What is Pepper Hicks like sucking more than hashtag Beneflex nuts? Um... Sam in South Carolina. One large Sunday, but hold those hashtag Beneflex nuts. Um, when he runs track, hashtag Beneflex nuts hits the hurdles. I hope Batman is in 3D, hashtag Beneflex nuts. Shakespeare in Love 
with hashtag Betaflex nuts. <clears throat> hashtag Betaflex nuts wears the pants and the underwear. Not exactly sure how, why hashtag Benefix Nuts is trending. Um, hashtag Beneflex Nuts slightly larger than Boston ba- Beans. Slightly. I didn't go to the World Series because I got to go see hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Is there an emoji for hashtag Beneflex Nuts? Happy birthday, Rorschach. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. I know it was Rorschach's birthday. Neither did I. Was he 24, 27? I think he's 25. A couple years out of college. Perfect age. Oh, yeah. Great. Already outlived James Dean. Yeah. No responsibilities, just living it up. I got an email from Shrekalov last night that it was one year since we met her that she was in here. And she goes, I'd love to come back, but no one else has had a brain tumor. Well, even though we didn't personally even believe in the last brain tumor. That cut. Better real quick. Yeah, really quick. You don't like usually, you know. <laughs> Normally, when you throw a fucking thing for somebody, it's, you don't see them no yeah. more. That's it. I mean, we're talking Make a Wish time. <laughs> yeah, that was a Make a. The next unmasked was announced today. It's Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett's going to be unmasked this coming Monday here at the SiriusXM studios at 1 p.m. Make sure you go to theinterrobang.com to be in the studio audience for the TV legend Dick Cavett. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. They're hanging from the bumper of my pickup truck. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Todd in Detroit. The only two dried prunes Gurian hasn't brought in from the Friars Club. Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. That's pretty cruel. Roger, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, remember me, you pig? Hashtag Beneflex Nuts. Scott, Scott Nackrin. Hey, did you hear this little motherfucker's mom pulled a gun on at hashtag Ben Affleck's nuts? That was my favorite scene in that movie. Um, let's go over here to uh, Chris. Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, don't throw water bottle on my head if I might go hashtag Ben nuts. Everybody's loving on hashtag Ben nuts today. How could you not love hashtag Benaflex nuts? All right, I'm going to read a few more for you here. Uh, come on, spit it out. Hashtag uh, Benaflex nuts. <coughs> Favorite Halloweener costume. Hashtag Benaflex nuts. The Orioles are choking on. Hashtag Benaflex nuts. The Red Sox suck. Hashtag Benaflex Nuts and Chris Stanley did something you want to say? Hashtag Manflex Nuts is now trending number one in the United States. The Ron and Fed Show is now trending nationwide. How you like that? How you like them apples? Huh? How you like them nuts? Hashtag Manflex Nuts. They're the real sum of all fears. You Hashtag Beneflex nuts. You know what makes me um, a little nervous is that we beat Ebola. <laughs> I, and that's all I heard about coming in on the on the radio this morning on the news station. Yeah, another lady in Dallas got hit with it. But yeah. hey, Hashtag Beneflex nuts is even more viral. So we trend at number one. We got a nice one-page write-up with Russell Brand. Crazy day. And then we got Dane Cook uh, at 3 o'clock today. All right, send me over how many interns we got today. We have three. All three interns are here today. I want to hear, because I'm going to pick intern of the day based on their hashtag, 
Batiflex nuts. All right, guys, have them prepared. Don't have them prepared. Come in and improvise. Preparing these things is for pussies. It's top of your head. Whether you make it, that's it. Line up one at a time in front of the one mic. Let's hear yours. Daredevil may be blind, but he's still got Ben Affleck. Hashtag Ben Affleck nuts. That was pretty weak. Big easy. My Hershey bar is covered in hashtag Beneflex nuts. Okay. Oh, man. Peter Lurie. I don't have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on the phone. I'm sorry. All right. Who do we got for this? Who do you think wins? Big easy. Takes Big, it. easy. Big easy. Big easy. Big easy. Big easy. All right. Out we go. Beat it. Every chance Peter Lurie gets. Got to be off the top of your head, dude. Got to be off the top of your head. Number one. Number one for hashtag Beneflex nuts. The Ron and Fez Show is now trending nationwide. That was great stuff. So, are we all ready for the Dane Cook today? Uh, actually, I have to. I have to get new uh, ban- unmasked banners at the latex printer. That's where I, I have to go. Actually, go get them to set them up for the Dane Cook unmasked. Why? So we have unmasked signage at the at the Dan Cook unmasked. That's why we need them. We need unmasked. Why wouldn't we have them more than like fucking three hours before the show, Chris? Because they're brand new. And yes, I get that they're brand new. There's no one else who can get the latex banners. No, I have to go down to the latex printer because these things are made out of latex. I mean, they're they're nice. This isn't just some regular banner. This is good latex. But yeah, I have to get down to the latex printer. When someone wrote this, when I saw hashtag Beneflex nuts trending, I thought they'd release some new. Uh, fappening pictures. It's fucking hysterical. Uh, all right, off you go then. Right, Chris, are you going to be back in time or? Yeah, I'll be all back right, in time. Hurry up. Chris Stanley, off the. He's a latex man like fucking George Costanza. I'm in latex. We do very well. Are you fuck yourself? Hashtag Betaflex nuts. Don't use a Yankees hat to hide. Hashtag Beneflex nuts. Hey, Shelby, did you know that he wouldn't put on a Yankees hat in that movie? It, it looked like a Mets hat to me. I think yeah. he... He said he would not put on a... The, the scene was him to put on. But he's copying off Jack Nicholson who wouldn't put on a Red Sox hat. I want to fucking point out to these people. You don't mind murdering people on screen, but you won't wear a hat on another baseball team? <laughs> You'll wear a stupid bat suit and look like an idiot. You won't wear a ball cap? You know that's going to hurt Fez's feelings. <laughs> I thought he hated it. Now, I can't remember what he likes. In the <laughs> I know. I can't remember what he likes and what he gave up. Could have fucking been anything. Um, why is my fucking hotline ringing? Hi. Hello, Ron Fez Show. Yeah, Ron, it's, it's me. It's Pepper. I, I screwed up again. I got lost on the way to the latex printer. How could you be uh, lost? You've only been gone for a couple seconds. Dude, I, I don't know where the hell I am. I don't know where am I. Where am I? I'm gone. I'm lost. All right. We're trying to figure out where you are. And while we're doing that, we'll give out a prize. What do we got, Fuzzy? We have Just Gad signed The Rocker on DVD. It's time for Ron and Fez's Where Am I? If you can figure it out, you can win. 
brought to you by Wyndham Hotels and Resorts, part of the Wyndham family of brands. There's a Wyndham waiting. You know, I really do like the opening to that. Who came up with that one? No one's talking to me in my own studio. That, that, Ron, hello, I'm sorry, I'm lost. I was I'm confused. Yes, myself and uh, Greg came up with that. Greg, very nice. Good job. All right, so we cannot find Chris Stanley. Chris, what block are you on? I mean, you just left here a couple minutes ago. Yeah, no, no, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, uh, from what I can tell, I'm in a West Coast American city. You're in a West, West Coast. Coast American city. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see if Jack knows where you are. Go ahead, Jack. Is he in Los Angeles, California? Are you in Los, Los Angeles, California, California, home of the Doors? No, I'm not in L.A. Oh, incorrect. Uh, let's go over here to John in Canada. John, how are you? Good, right? Uh, Chris is going to give us another clue here. What do you got, Chris? All right, I'm in the West Coast, and from where I am, I can smell the salt water of the Pacific Ocean. I can smell the ocean from where I am right now. That might be under your ball sack. Oh. <laughs> John, do you know? San Francisco. San Francisco. Oh, incorrect. Chris, I want you to look around to see if you can see anything there. Okay, I'm looking. Oh, I see a sign for Pacific Park. That's what the sign says. It's a sign for Pacific Park. All right, you are far away, dude. <laughs> I don't know what happened, man. Uh, Jeremy in Oklahoma. Yeah. Do you know where Chris Stanley is? Um, oh man, I'm, I'm going to guess, uh, let's say, uh, oh damn, somewhere in, in Washington, let's say, uh, yeah, uh let's, not even, let's not even bother. Oh, incorrect. Uh, Dave in Columbus. Dave, go ahead, buddy. Hey, is he in Seattle, Washington? No, he's not. Chris, get, uh, look around and see if there's anything else. All right. So I saw a sign for Pacific Park, and now I'm walking down, walking on a large pier. I'm on a pier right now. All right, you're on a pier. You yeah. see a sign for Pacific Park. You smell the salt water of the Pacific Ocean. Let's go over here to Jack in Texas. Go ahead, Jack. He's in Santa Monica. Is he in Santa Monica? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> There you have it, Jack, and uh, you'll be getting a signed uh, DVD by the third or fourth lead in this movie. Josh Gad, uh, signed DVD, The Rocker, all from Wyndham Hotels and Resorts, part of the Wyndham family of brands. There's a Wyndham waiting. There's a Wyndham waiting. All right, so we'll send somebody to pick you up, Chris. Oh, thanks, guys. Did you really, all... I don't know how this happened again. But did you also get the latex signs? No, I'm so, I, no, I'm in Santa Monica right now. I don't know. If this, I don't know where the printer is here. Right, where is well, it, Manhattan? Grab them on the way back. Okay. See in a second. Do. All right. Bye. Uh, your chance to go to yet another unmasked. They're just coming in one after another. I know we're going to announce this one, and then we have another one announced very, very soon. Dick Cavett unmasked is fappening. Monday, October 20th at 1 o'clock 
in the fishbowl. He's got a brand new book called Brief Encounters, Conversations, Magic Moments, Assorted Hijinks, and it all comes out uh, on October 28th. There you are. You're back from Santa Monica, Chris? It's just getting weirder and weirder, dude. Yeah, I just just got back. Did you get the latex pants that you went to pick up? (laughs) Latex banners. Latex unmasked banners. Yeah, stopped uh, downtown at the printer. Picked those up. So we're sitting pretty right now. I mean, I'm back. I'm back on the East Coast. I don't know. I guess I'm just traveling through time, space and time. Well, I guess not time, just space. Maybe yeah. I'm falling into wormholes of some sort. Well, you are making good time. <laughs> I don't know whether you're traveling through time, but you know what? I've been watching The Flash, so you're going to have to keep up because your glucose is going to be down. That's what's You'll wrong. faint a little bit. That's what happens with him. Yeah, because he's, he's burning up his calories at an incredible <laughs> speed. So, what's this guy? He's car bloating every day? He's constantly eating pasta? I think he did that in the, uh, in, the, in the comic book as well. I never read The Flash. He was never a DC guy. I was always Flash. a Marvel guy. Oh! Let's save every one of us! I always liked The Flash. You know why? Why? He ran fast. I mean, he ran really fucking fast. Yeah, it was impressive at how fast he can run, but it means it's just running. Superman can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, but the Flash could run so fast that he's it's almost like he's disappearing and reappearing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how quick he could be there. Still, I mean, they should have sold it like that better initially. At first, it was just the Flash. He runs it, fast. It was sold like that to the people who were in the nose. <laughs> That's a different Flash. That's Flash Gordon. Yeah. Or Flash Gordon. Just as hot. It's the greatest song in history, though. So on the nose with the lyrics. He'll save every one of us. And they pull stuff in the movie to put into it. Sure. Well, I'll tell you this. In the first hour of the show today, uh, we, yeah, bring it down. Can't pay attention to the show, Shabo. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He wasn't looking at me when I was... Was he sleeping again? The eyes were down. There should be at no point of the show that you take your eyes off of the host of the show. That's the whole thing about being in that room. Was it just an incredibly slow fade, or was it just not... No. <laughs> It was him having his head down again. And you wonder why the interns don't know their fucking dick from goddamn Shinola. You gotta burn off. If I'm in that room, I'm burning a goddamn hole in your head. I know that. <laughs> you fucking act like I'm doing card tricks in here. <laughs> I feel kind of creepy, but I just still do it. Fez, yeah. when he's in that room, he's like, think of something. Think. You're having a very stressful day today, huh, Fez? Yeah. Very stressful. What are you stressed about? Uh, just anxiety. The, the uh, depression's kicked in. Are you anxious about your depression? How can you be anxious and depressed at the same time? Because you get so anxious, you get depressed about it. 
but you feel both depressed and anxious at the same time. Yeah. How could that? I don't get it. One's up, one's down. Yeah. It's like an emotional speedball. Yeah. It's like speeding and sleeping. It's like I took a fucking 12 hour speed nap. Couldn't happen. <laughs> it's just impossible. I could see I've been uh, uh, anxious for so long that I got depressed after. But I don't see how you're doing both at the same time. Well, this is an exciting week for you. You, This is coming up on the one-year mark for that shirt. And uh, you still haven't thought your way out of it. No, one year. It's a, Yeah, it's an anniversary celebration coming up. You're proud of it, then? To be able to pull something off for a year? Yeah, I, I thought it was a good thing. It's just the opposite. You haven't pulled something off for a year. You've left it on for a year. Well... We're halfway through what would be the two-year exciting uh, record. We went and looked it up. Two years is what anyone's ever worn the same shirt to work for. Oh, wow. I didn't even know there was a record for that. We're halfway there, yeah. Guinness has everything. Wouldn't like a UPS guy win, though? Because it's like a UPS. They wear different shirts. Oh, shit, yeah. So do you want to go in the other room, Fez? Yeah, please. Please, he says. Oh, man. He's nice that way. He always says, please and thank you. He passed me a note that says, I can't be in here anymore. Is it that bad for you? Yeah, it's really, really rough. And I feel myself like, here's where the depression comes in, because I find myself like on the brink of tears from... What are you crying about? From the nervousness. Are you nervous about Chris? You worried about? I mean, I am traveling through space, and I don't even know how I am. I mean, stop I'm, with that bit. No one cares. I was shot. Over. Look, we did that bit with you. We got you back from Santa Monica. We trended number one. We showed up in the fucking New York City Daily News full page on Russell Brand. We're get, we're heading over to Dane Cook today. Uh, Caroline's on Broadway. This show is going. We announce uh, an unmask with the legendary Dick Cavett. That's happening on Monday. That's how fast these things are coming. There's nothing to be depressed about. We can't about. even brag about them anymore. They're happening so fast. We can't even look backwards. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite of how Fez is feeling. I'm feeling great about all this stuff. I'm just, a ner- I'm just really nervous and should probably be in the booth. I'll say yes if you call it a booth. I need to go in the booth. See, that's stupid. I would never do that for another guy. I would never just agree to his ridiculousness. <laughs> I need to go in the booth. Joe's in the booth right now. Yeah. He's in a fucking booth, all right? Fucking booth win Pennsylvania. Should be fucking standing at the old E&M's hoagie shop. Waiting to see if Tammy Everhand's mom is going to fucking drop a hint on where she is. I got way too inside with that. I never should have. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. We'll get people in the booth that need to be in the booth. More stuff coming up. Congratulations on going number one. The Ron and Fez tweeters, the Ron and Fez callers, the Ron and Fez listeners. Number one. We'll be right back, Ron and Fez show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. 
This is amazing. Look who just walked into our studio yesterday. It is another <laughs> Big J and Dan Soder together again. Good to see you, fellas. It's great to be here. We were yeah. just walking by, and I was like, Jay, should we stop in? Like, is that... Is that Sirius XM Studios? Yes. <gasps> you were just walking by the 36th floor. We uh, happened upon you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just going through a uh, cheese delicatessen that I had, because I'm going to miss Wisconsin this weekend. Anyway, yes, things are all smoothed over, so there will be at <laughs> I'm there now! <laughs> I, I am glad I've never been around for a, a breakup with him for a woman, because he really... You hold on. You yeah, hold on tight. Ironically, if he wouldn't have been a dick about it, the Wisconsin guy, he would have gotten two days of promotion over on a fashion <laughs> If I wouldn't have been a dick or if he would have been a dick? If he. Yeah. 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 He would have gotten Oh, yeah. So he can smoke promotion. now? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Oh, dude. I'll, I'm back on. Jay, come on. I know you just made a year. Why don't you kick those camels over here, buddy? When, I've, never, uh, I've never been more upset. Have you ever seen a movie called Killing Zoe? Yeah, I saw Killing Zoe, yeah. The junkies that live in France. Yeah. And you're running a a grease hair level for them right now. <laughs> now, he has the nicest hair I've ever seen in my life. It's just beautiful hair. But he lets it go to hideous grease levels. Yeah, it, well, see, you're not supposed to, to wash your hair every day. It's true. Natural natural grease, this, this, this grease is good for the hair. That's what's keeping it nice. God, you look sexy. Thank you, I Dan Soder. See, oh. to me, it looks like something that a seagull could die if it landed in. <laughs> it's my favorite state of hair also. So though, Chris, I'm like, totally with you. When it looks the grossest, though, is when it, it's uh, it's also f- kind of feels the coolest. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it is. It's a very rock star. See, I I don't get greasy hair like that. My hair will get dry. How often do you wash greasy. it? Uh, very rare. I mean, I'm just I I follow everything. But some people run like he runs a naturally greasy. You got naturally greasy. Gr- naturally greasy operation. Yeah. There's just grease pouring out of me at all time. It's just it's it's constant. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing. I don't but know. Put a, hair from every part of your body. Yeah, but I have good skin. I don't know. I you, should put, you should put a chock full of nuts. You should put a chock full of nuts can underneath your body. Just catch all that grease. His would be more like mouthful of nuts. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not gay. Hey, no, yeah, no, bro. No, I'm not gay. Balls in your mouth. Nuts up in your mouth. No. Them greasy ass hair getting them balls all wet. Get them balls all shiny. <laughs> Pull my greasy hair in my face and put your balls in my mouth. Oh, you lucky my greasy hair stays in a perfect ponytail. I don't say that. I think you look great. Yeah, you do look great. You always look great. And people will come in and say, his beautiful fucking hair. It's nice. like, who's that hunk running the board? Yeah. yeah. If we had your hair, Shelby's eyes and lips, fucking forget about it. We'd be Jeez, off to the fucking races. Game we'd, over. We would start a fucking band called Roxy Music Junior. That's how fucking pretty this... And I'd be your heroin dealer. There's nothing wrong with heroin. You know, no. they've said, A, it's not addictive, and no one's ever died doing it. That's why I love it. And it makes for good music. I heard it makes families stronger. It does. And you get a good night's sleep. <laughs> you know, you uh, you touched the nerve in, uh, in Christine when you, when you were describing when you would do drugs, like the big thing for you was like making a playlist of music. She was like, yeah, that's what drugs make. Like, yeah. like good opiate drugs like that are yeah. real, like, kind of make a playlist. Oh, and you also, it's always a themed where you know where it's going to build up yeah. and crescendo and, and then come back down. Been a, like a hardcore uh, narcotics guy. So I, I just I, took, I have weed playlists for sure. 
I remember I, I took a like, shit ton of Percocets and smoked like three joints, and I was like, I want to make a really kick-ass playlist. But that's different. But that's a different thing. But I uh, see. Uh, the thing about weed, I believe, is it, you can get that playlist can go anywhere. Oh yeah, that's no, the about it. That's, yeah. Sometimes I want to listen to like funny, kind of just fun eighty songs. Sometimes I want to hear like seventies southern rock. You know, it can go all over the place. But like, uh, I couldn't guess what a heroin playlist is. Heroin's gonna <laughs> just the song "Heroin" by Velvet it, it, Underground yeah, over and over again. Be Velvet Underground and Lou Reed in it, but you know, anyone for some reason you feel like if they've done heroin, they understand. Like Keith Richards, you're just like sitting there and you're high on heroin, you think. God, I like Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah, like, he's so fucking great. <laughs> That's my guy. I picture yeah. when you're on heroin, you you have your fingers and your greasy hair, <laughs> like Pepper Hicks, and you sit there and you listen to the Velvet Underground, and then you go, "Fuck, I gotta write this book." You yeah. just gotta, I gotta write this book over. To, yeah, I gotta start on this book. Yeah. Or Pepper just pulls his hair behind his eyes. And he goes, "I gotta make some phone calls." <laughs> and then when you, I gotta get this family back. I've been smoking this cigarette for two days. Yeah. <laughs> my lips are really burnt right now. Blue blocker, some blue blocker shades. You know, everyone always feels bad when they see people on methadone. Like, oh, isn't that the worst thing ever? You know, because they're all leaned over in the park. They don't even get ten feet away. To me, they look like the most comfortable people in this city. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, to have your spine just go that way. Oh. It's gonna be fabulous. Finally, get rid of all those spiders under your skin. <laughs> oh. oh, just getting everything oh, smoothed oh. out. Now we. Uh, um, I got a thing from Flatter because the other day we were talking about what drugs go with what bands. Yeah. He said for cocaine, he had Jackson Brown. Uh, obviously, Steely Dan had to go into it. But it's weird. Cocaine is cocaine and music is not the friendliest place to go. Really? Yeah. I had always thought because we brought up Roxy. Oh, I was going to say Roxy had, Music had, Group. He had Bowie, uh, which I would agree with as well. D there is a glam thing to cocaine. Glam. You want to hear loud we, we, dance music walking yeah. through? We were making a joke when we were driving. You were in my car the other day. We were listening to Roxy Music Group. Yeah. Love is a drug. We were doing all the jokes about yeah, that. We're like, oh, I love you, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, we're gonna, things are going to change. Let's yeah. open up this fucking restaurant next month. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, with my management skills <laughs> and your ability to be in the kitchen. Will you be my mom? Can you be my mom? This is what you always do that when your friend is talking. Right, 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 right. right. I do that in real life. Right, 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 right. I do that when I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you do that, you've already stopped listening to them, and yeah. you're just waiting. To say, you wait for the break to say your thing. That's yeah. how I live my life too. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, we should probably get more cigarettes. Do we need more cigarettes? I don't want to get on the road and not have cigarettes. We gotta I don't want to stop once we're driving. We're not going to stop, man, because people are after us and they want us, <laughs> and I, we're not, I'm not going to let them get us. And that's why we're best friends. We're always going to be friends <laughs> like this. We're always going to do <laughs> stuff like we're going to go from one thing to the next, and we're different yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. But do you think we should drive <laughs> off this cliff? Let's just go. Let's just go. Do you guys ever think that death is just like one really long, great nap. <laughs> I really need a nap, man. We're never going to break through the other side. <laughs> do, you, do you ever concern yourself with death? Do you ever concern what that... that uh, I, not only do I concern, I'm, I'm consumed with it. Yeah. Oh, are you really? Oh, very much I'm so. a hypochondriac, too. Yeah. Oh, are you? Mm -hmm. I'm constantly, every day, I think my hands go numb and I think I'm having a heart attack, at least once a day. I touch the innards of my butt, not for pleasure, but for checkups. <laughs> you go in your own butthole? Mm, I have. How deep do you... What are you looking for? Just fingernail deep. What are you just looking for in there? I don't know. Just to make sure it's my hemorrhoid. Pops. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pepper. That he is gets a it. That's, a, that's an ass tumor that you have. Stop saying that, dude. Mm. Now I'm going to Google it. I wish we wouldn't have this conversation now. All I'm going to think is I have ass cancer yeah. until I get insurance. And I want to go find a, a ring where I can hold coke in it so I can come back. Why and don't you it. do the same thing that I do and you just think to yourself, 
people don't die from that. No matter what comes up, I think to myself, that, that doesn't kill people. God, but if you look it up, no. everyone's died from it. <laughs> I don't think you can die from it. From what? Ass bumps? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. <laughs> that thing? You, you Power through. You're fine. It'd be great for... Ron. Cancer yeah. in 2014? You're no. good. Ron, to talk to the troops? What, war? <laughs> the Americans don't die overseas. No, none of you guys are going to get hurt. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> Smoke through this whole thing like yeah. Mr. Magoo, man. Just yeah. fire forward. You know who dies? Up. Other yeah. guys. You ever seen Kurt Russell cross a river in Tombstone? <laughs> Just do that. Just yell no while you're... Fire. No! 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 <laughs> if you don't accept it, they can't kill you. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. Boy, did he have a man loving that too, though. Oh, and, I mean, they fucked, yeah. right? They had to, but at least they said did it without. You know, Wild. Yeah. Steve still gives me goosebumps, though. Wild, I'm gonna. When he roll. shows up for Johnny Ringo. Wild, Johnny Ringo. You'll know Daisy. You'll know Daisy. Now, Wild, I'm gonna roll over on my side in this hospital bed. <laughs> I want you to put your firm penis in between my butt cheeks. <laughs> Some simple hand release for your old then, friend Doc the, on his deathbed. Then he just touches himself with the anchor chip on the ass, and there's just a little bit of blood there. <laughs> <laughs> why, cut? Why, what? You're not wearing a condom. How lewd. <laughs> he farts bloody coughs like tuberculosis coughs. Hey, uh, a big nose Kate's nose wasn't so fucking yeah. big. An average nose Kate. I've got better. two buttholes, one for each of you. Get in there. <laughs> Uh, Chris liked the other fucking. Why are they? Yeah, yeah you like you yeah. liked the tag. Better? Yeah, yeah, that was definitely better. Yeah. Dude, no, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it really? Was. Yes, it was great. Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, and you're taking what? Who was uh? Who was Wider? Kevin, Kevin Costner. Yeah. I'm a big Costner fan. Love all the stuff. Who was uh, Doc Holliday in that? Because he got thin. Oh, it was um, the the crazy brother. Yeah, it wasn't. Dennis uh, uh, Quaid. Quaid. Yeah. Oh, you're taking that over Doc Holliday yes. played by Val Kilmer. You don't like Dennis Quaid? That, that, that's, like, that's like, that's like Canadian that taste. That movie, here's like a little piece of film trivia for you. That kept Michael Madsen from having the John Travolta role in Pulp Fiction because he got stuck as eighth lead on that film. He's like, oh, look, I got this other offer to be a lead. And they're like, no, we need you here. Wait, what? Did Michael Madsen play the first v Vega brother? In yeah, yeah. Was the one, yeah, he was going to play the older brother. Wait, did that stop him from doing a Vega Brothers movie? No, he was going to get. They were not going to make it. They were brothers, right? They were just going to make it like that yeah. same the, character. The, yeah, same. Dude. No one knows what oh. Quentin's going to do. You know, Quentin is the best. He is the best. I just, saw him in a restaurant in L.A. What it's the pretty fuck weird. are you, you talking about, to man? What happened? <laughs> I, I gave him six scripts. No. <laughs> just, a sack, uh, just a stack of papers. Did he give you the Allen Iverson fucking <laughs> callbacks from yesterday? Yesterday was a good show, huh? I know. I'm, that. I'm so over everything that happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a, you had a night's sleep on it, and now you feel you, 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 you want to make some apologies you told me this morning. Yeah, <laughs> I watched Nate Crush's special, and I realized I need to read contracts better. Really, you thought he did well last night? Cause... Oh, amazing. Okay, good. He left out about five things I would like to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was impressed. So let's hear your Tarantino story. So you walk into this fucking diner. He's eating in there. No, I was sitting at some fancy place, actually, oh. in L.A. that someone took me to. The lady who, uh, Michelle, the lady who directed and wrote Ha, the musical. 
She took me out to dinner in L.A. and we went to some Something's place. Something's happening. It was very Whoa. fancy. Something weird's happening with you, too. You think? I don't know. I don't I know. Don't where know. It's going. I ordered very conservative because I felt bad about the price. Oh, my God. You did like uh, when the, were those movies where a rich guy takes a young orphan to a restaurant and you're like, they have bread? Well, I don't <laughs> want to have all the bread you want. want okay? I don't want her to like, you know, grab my head and push it between her legs while we're driving and assume I owe her. She's so. like, that sushi's going to cost you some sushi <laughs> of your own. Oh, so you order an appetizer and so, a main course? Yeah, if this. someone takes you out to dinner, then you assume they have money. That's my thing. She yeah. does, I'm sure, yeah. but it just made me feel, uh, it was like $30 for crab cake appetizers. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, rack Give it up. Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take one here, one to go. Listen, when me and Christine went on the, the Motorhead cruise and we sat on that cruise ship, I, I, I think I got 11 lobster tails. They, yeah. they, they ran like water. Yeah, great. but those aren't real lobsters. Yeah. Huh? It's cruise lobster. <laughs> I mean, they're in a, it's in a tail. Yeah, they're in a tail. That's well, fucking lobster the way red lobster is lobster. For, so chitters. you're saying lobster for black people? <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Minority seafoods? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not having a good halibut cut. <laughs> Real lobster. Filet shit, huh? Yeah. So what, did you walk over to Tarantino? No, he walked behind me twice, and I went, mm -hmm. I guess I go, uh, I go, I go, wow, my Quentin Tarantino. And then he walked away, and that was it, out of my life. Who was, uh, I, who was he He was to say, I'm not playing the third Vega brother. <laughs> oh, fuck, perfect, dude. Though. Wouldn't I? Yeah, oh, if you perfect. could be Frank Vega, <laughs> <laughs> the out of shape hitman brother. Bill, Bill Vega. <laughs> Willie, I Willie Vega. I definitely think that you could, if they ever decided they want to make a, the GIMP movie, you'd be able to be Oh, <laughs> uh, what a reveal. Yeah. Who's under the mask? <laughs> it's Big Jim. <laughs> From TV's Louie? Yeah. In a surprising case. Casting move. Quentin Tarantino has gone with an unknown for the role of Gimp. Oh, thank God that leather was so hot. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to be unzipped to let you know what's in the suitcase <laughs> all these years. Somebody actually in this building told me Pulp Fiction doesn't fucking hold up. Well, and, that person needs to fall off this building. That's and wrong. They, uh, and it was a woman, and she said this to me in the elevator, and I thought, well, I actually said to her, I go, I can do a lot of fucking damage to you in 25 floors. <laughs> we're going down here. You won't be able to escape it. I'll just fucking keep punching. I don't know if a film has ever, that a filmmaker has ever come out of the scene and shocked me like that. It made me think, okay, I'm going to follow everything I'm doing, like since Quentin in the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't think of a bad one he's done. Or any of them doesn't hold up. I'm sure there is. I don't know, man. I mean, he didn't he... On top of all the stuff he's directed, no, he like wrote Natural Born Killers and True Romance, yeah. Yeah. and like that's pretty. True old. Romance is still one of my favorite. That scene with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken, unfucking believe. remains to be one of the great scenes. Man, you love it's racism. It's certainly got to be one of the. Yeah, it's, I know. It's it never the stops. Thing is, I mean, it's fine that you do, but don't put it on a flag and start waving it. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Maybe <laughs> maybe if you had your alarm set to the song from American History X yeah. every morning, Law says we can gather in front of City Hall. We want to. Yeah, yeah they. Uh, that Pulp Fiction stands up. Reservoir Dogs is fucking amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, Jackie Brown I love. Yeah. Do you like the uh, the Kill Bills? Yeah. See, I think, I'd say they're probably my least favorites. I will them. say this, though. And I like them by the rewatch of the those. The fucking great. speech at the end of fucking Kill Bill when he, he's saying oh, to her... David Carradine? Yeah, when he's saying to her, you know... You're my favorite person. The person who just fucking killed him. And he said, I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Inglorious Bastards I rewatched recently. That's yeah. fucking phenomenal.
I don't understand how the one guy got to live and go with him, though, the, the guy from The Office. No. I mean, PJ Novak. Yeah, I, there had to be a reason for that. Well, he wasn't like a communications officer or anything. I don't yeah, know why. No reason. Yeah, they should have just yeah. popped him. But there had to be a Quentin reason for that. God loves BJ Novak. But that fucking scene when uh, the Cat People song fucking kicks in oh, and Jesus. they just start the to theater. fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. You know what I found out recently? The grave that the bride crawls out of in Kill Bill is the bounty hunter from. Django Unchained's wife's grave. Well, this is what? This is God. Yeah. The name on the, the, name name on the grave, the name on the grave the is the yeah. wife of the bounty hunter in Django Unchained. Because I know he does stuff like that because yeah. the bear Jew, right, <laughs> in, uh, in the Nazi movie is the great-grandfather of the producer Lee Donowitz in that uh, True Romance movie. Yeah. 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 Coming home in a body bag. Yep. And body the bags too, they're <laughs> And like, the, fucking the, come up with a better name on my dick. The the um, Dailies look great. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the fat the the pilot that um she's in in Pulp Fiction explains Kill Bill, where she says like the five there was the expert the knives expert. Remember all that? When she's telling oh, Vince really? Vega about the pilot? Yeah. That's Kill Bill. She's like, That's Who funny. would you play? She's like, I was the knives expert. And it shows her with the sword. I fucking love all that shit. I, I love, love that it all connects. Oh, and the dude that um, that they talked to to negotiate the deal in Glorious Bastard is supposed to be the wolf's father. The really? General they're talking this to. Is, Winston. It's um, it's uh, it's Harvey Keitel doing the voice. If you listen. Oh, I got it. You're right. Oh, it's Keitel. And in yeah. True Romance, the guy who uh, wore a wire was Balky Bartokamos. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Larry. <laughs> he first of all, he was actually great in that fucking. He was great. Movie. Oh, and and if he wants to talk to you, if he will, if not, he'll tell you to go. Fuck Tony off. Tony <laughs> Soprano <laughs> got stabbed by That's the right, wine yeah. opener. Did you ever uh, see the surreal life when? Balky Bartokamos, Bronson Pinchot, and what's the crazy old lady model? Bridget Everett? No. Damn. Bridget Everett? Bridget uh, Nelson? No, the Bridget first Nielsen. supermodel. Bridget I know Everett. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Janice Dickinson. Dickinson. Oh, Janice Dickinson. Christ, that was scary. And they argue, and she's like, a, they had something, he said something, or somebody said something off that she didn't like, and she starts talking about her childhood and being abused, and then... Bronson Pinchot just starts crying with her. Yeah, he's oh, like, do you get it now? Do you understand? He just goes, uh, 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 he starts crying. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That lady, it's like an Omarosa in her fight about yeah. something. That lady walked out. Janice Dickinson walked out of a hotel I was staying in in L.A. with like this douchey business guy, and it was clear that they had just banged. She was still in like a cocktail dress, and she's like, ah, like her face. She was like, "What's where do I go?" And she I'm had like, Chris Stanley hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, in in the day, she was supposed to be fucking amazing. Crazy, was, huh? You know, it was like. Like fucking people like Jack Nicholson would be calling her. Like I'm Jesus. coming to town. Yeah, look at her. I mean, not right there, but you know. I don't know. He he moves so slow; it drives me crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, she's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Everything fades, though, doesn't it? Sure it does. Fades. In the plastic. Chris, don't be. I'm just saying. Oh, seriously, like yeah, Steven Tyler. <laughs> I'd fuck Steven Tyler before that. <laughs> you need to go I'd with a nice scarf. <laughs> I'd fuck Steven Tyler before a lot of women. 
I heard that guy throws it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll tell you, I did this thing with Aerosmith where I hosted this thing with, with the band. And when fucking Steven Tyler locks into you, it's it's a warm place to be in. Like, I would talk to him, and it's like seeing him, and I'd be like this. I think me and Steven Tyler are really good friends. You that kind of ease? Yes, there's that, there is a seductiveness that, that real stars have. Yeah, you forget you know? about everything else. Yeah, and you're just like, here the two of us are. <laughs> you know? Everything else fades to black. Well, you know the room that we did this in, and there was an audience, and there was supposed to be this camera you know that would be directly on and he's like we got to move that and they're like why and he goes from my mirror and he had a full mirror set up to be on him while he was doing the interview so i could look up and see how he looked and i'm like that's a fucking star you know what i mean like why should i miss out on what everyone else is getting (laughs) i gotta i gotta bask a little bit in my own glory man look at this stance i'm in this interview is going pretty shitty till i realized that i'm sitting here and then i thought god damn i'm sexy i take home this chair i look great in this chair is anyone else's pussy getting crazy wet by me sitting here was it just mine I, whoop, is that me boning up in my spandex? <laughs> I'm getting a little tight in these little pants. Is there anybody that you guys would be nervous to, to meet that they're that big a star now? Dave Grohl. Is that right? I think I'd be a little nervous to meet Dave Grohl. Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, be a, Kevin but, Hart. Pete Davidson. Yeah, I was just gonna, God damn it, you beat me. I was just going to say Pete. be honest, you couldn't get in to meet either one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Today? <laughs> Today, yeah. If I called in a lot of favors, I might be able to get a handshake with Michael Che. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule you for something quick. That's a photo op. If I have a sick kid with me, I might be able to get in. Hey, Pete, can you guys retweet me? on? Uh, huh? <laughs> It's really pretty important. My weekend in Appleton, it's not going to happen if you could. If you could retweet this. I can't do local morning radio, so I'm fucked. Uh, every now and again, I'll have Ari Shafir like, hey, can you let the people of this town I'm in know that I like that I like weed? Yeah. Dude, you know what my favorite is? Is being in another town and seeing that tweet and knowing you're behind it. Be like, hey, my boy Big J's in Austin. Someone hook him up. And then I'm like, ah, well, Jay put in a call this morning. <laughs> well, I'm shit. I don't my... ask a lot from my friends, but every now and again. <laughs> well, I'm taking a dump in a hotel in Sacramento. I'm like, good for Jay, getting weed out there. Me, I just... Desperately asked the MC, I'm like, do you do drugs? Do you know anybody? <laughs> Start asking the staff all weird. Yeah. I go, wow, you know what make this weekend killer if someone got me weed? When you ask the staff, you get a lot of like, no, but my boyfriend does meth. Right. <laughs> well, let's just do it then. Okay. Let's just do meth. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Nice. Let's just step up. Oh, that guy parties. What's yeah. he doing later? Does he want to come to a show? Maybe get all geeked up? I'll just do crap work the entire time. You plug anymore? You're too fucking good to plug? No, I'm not too good to plug. It Big seems J- like you're a little too good to plug. No, I'm not too good to plug. It's the hair, man. Big J is performing at the Tampa Improv Thursday, October 30th through Sunday, November 2nd. That's at the ImprovTampa.com for tickets. Then Dan Soder is performing at the Albany Comedy Club. Oh, excuse me, the Albany Comedy Works. Next weekend, Friday, October 24th, and Saturday, October 25th. That's the ComedyWorks.com. And then... Next Tuesday, October 21st, Jay's hosting What's Your Fucking Deal? An evening of crowd work and off-the-cuff comedy at UCB East. That's UCBtheater.com. The lineup is Dan Soder, Nick Turner, Bonnie McFarlane, Mike Yard, Mark Norman, Rich Voss, Will Slavins. You know, Chris, if I could just help you here, you, you sound like you're angry. With, do do with I really? Yeah. 
You sound up, like bro? this is make you furious. Like no. you're outing people. I'm pretty Tampa. Need to be. Do you hate Tampa? Do you hate yeah. Albany? No. Is it because the Bucks <laughs> have such an off season? Field? They should really just be disbanded. <laughs> That's tough. I think they have been disbanded. <laughs> oh, did you did you shit all over Chris on Monday? Like four for the what? Eagles? Destroying well, the, I mean, blanking them out. Do you want to hear actually a pretty? I think this he is weird. Care, by the way, no, I turned it off after fucking Victor Cruz I mean, went they're crying they're off the field. Oh, you're a big Giants fan. Yeah, they I'm are when they fan. win. No, that's I'm like a fucking Yankee fan. Uh, hey, things are going our way. Let's get involved. And I then watched. Off. I watched every minute of all eight of those losses in a row two years <sighs> ago. The Eagles had, which was the worst. Yeah, Giants worst fan. Feeling. They love to do that. I remember Ooh. 2010 when they won it, or 2011 Super Bowl. I remember the beginning of the season, like, fire Coughlin, get Eli out of there. Oh, yeah, then they yeah. win the Super Bowl on a crazy run, and they're like, I said it since week one. These guys are going to be Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Fucking horse shit. Fucking Jeter should play for him. Oh, can you imagine if Eli and Jeter fucked right over Tom Brady's grave? It's making my dick hard. I can't believe you turned it off. You know what I'm saying? Oh, after he was crying, I just but got why? fucked. I lost my shit. Who can there's turn only, off your team? There's 16 games a year, man. Yeah, bro. I watched... All the 14 losses in 2005 of the Niners. Yeah. Cut myself. Every the morning. crying thing just pissed me off. Of course it did. That's why you got to stay and be pissed off. Yeah, his kneecap ripped off. Just, yeah. What are, you, what are you saying? He's a baby for crying? I just didn't understand what the fuck was ha what I was watching. Hey, the gamers just going. A man Dude, I love pain, and he cried. I love that Pepper's like a military father. Yeah. He's like, you broke your knee? Yeah, no, not crying in this house. Crying? Yeah, I didn't know my boy was born with a pussy. Yeah. You don't, get dinner, you don't get dinner tonight, because your bones break. <laughs> <laughs> that, but I, I thought a really weird thing, this, uh... This, like, a younger black guy was the toll booth collector at the Walt Whitman Bridge when I was going over mm -hmm. to the game. I was wearing my uh, my jersey, and so he said, "Eagles haven't uh, shut out a team in eighteen years. It's been or something." And he just goes, "You ready for that blank out tonight?" And I go, oh, "Yeah, that'd be nice, right?" And then it, I just think it's weird that just happened. He's got the shining. Yeah, yeah he's got the shining. Yeah, if you go back there, that toll booth will probably be gone. That's what I said. <laughs> Why? There's a big gap in between two. Why? Where are they going? He goes, "I don't know." We there, was, there was never a toll booth there. We haven't taken tolls on this bridge since 1945. <laughs> that must mean the large Marge I was talking yeah. to was her he, ghost. You know, this is the anniversary of his prom night. When he <laughs> that bridge. Oh. Years ago, yeah. I remember that night the Eagles blanked out the Giants. <laughs> they said he was going to be a receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, but he died too soon. And the fucking Cowboys are having a great season. Oh man, man. That, that Seahawks thing! But I thought that yeah. was a lock. We were going to go into the bye week. I'm on the one. opposite. I was a Cowboy fan for one day. Come I on. was like, beat those Seahawks. Why? Yeah. Your division. That's right. Yeah, I get it. Because now they're three and two, and the Niners are four and two. I can't believe. The Cowboys won that game. How about the Cardinals this year, too, though, man? Yeah, we'll see if they're for real later in the season. It's weird. Just like, just like Arizona. Everything starts off sunny, and then it gets just dry and weird. Yeah, and nothing makes me happier than seeing Deshaun Jackson sad. So, uh, well, he's I don't know why I just turn on because as soon as yeah. he leaves the team. I mean, I'm like, I'm like every other old man. As soon as he's gone, I'm like, he's a punk. We never needed him. Just like, like that his... dog murderer, Michael Vick. I didn't like his character. <laughs> I have a Michael Vick jersey still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what a punk. These young punks. I tell you, that's what you're supposed to do in the NFL. You like them until they're gone. It was a good game, the Eagles game. Bought a fleece uh, blanket. Ooh, that's sweet. That's fun. Have you taken a nap with it yet? They had a, a Sherpa one for $35. I sprung for the $40 one. <sighs> 
Things are going your way. I split with Christine. We both put in 20, but long story short okay. of it, we're both using it, though. Yeah. Which is exciting. Mostly she'll use it, so I was actually pretty cool. You know what? You've got a nice blanket like that in the beginning of a long, cold winter, too. You know, yeah. You're going to be happy oh, to have it. That's the best. You'll be like, good thing we got that fleece blanket. On a Sunday, watching the game. Ooh, yeah. Curled up. Yeah. I got a good pair of sweatpants back in August <laughs> that I am eyeing up for this fall. <sighs> are they big and baggy ones? Super big and baggy. Oh, isn't that great? It feels like I'm just walking in a pillow. If you go to the store, do what I do. I put one pant leg up so people think I'm LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think I'm meant to hurt you? You think I'm meant to hurt you? You just lick let your lips get, a lot? Let me get it. Yo, those crab cakes look delicious. <laughs> Can I get a scoop of tuna on that salad? <laughs> I just wear them um, comfortably. I'm so excited to wear my sweatpants. What color are they? Black. Mm. Mine too. What? Let's wear our sweats Let's together. Let's take them off. Yeah. Be the, uh, the black sweat gang. Oh, that's a fun gang. Yeah. Very comfortable gang. You know, we were in this conversation the other day. How many people does it take before it's a gangbang? And we could not come up with the actual I think four, numbers. Three. Yeah. Now, four, four people, one chick. One or, chick, or, three guys. Or one of one thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and three of the other. And yeah. you don't think it takes place all at the same time, right? No, it's got to. It's all yeah. same time, same place. It can't be like a train. It can't be like well, that's one a train. Yeah, that's a train. Gangbangs all at once. Gangbangs multiple holes yeah. being used at least. Yeah. At least two holes being used at yeah. once. And you're saying only three guys makes it a gangbang. Yeah, two is just a double threesome. Yeah. And by the way, I don't want to say. I should say. I shouldn't say all holes. By the way, I'll accept one hole and several hands working. At least the hand working. If two people are being pleasured by one person, uh, now can the guys do the guys touch each other? Well, now we're throwing that. Now we're in, now we're in a bisexual gang. Then that's like just group sex. Yeah, now everyone. you're just mixing the orgy, 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 yeah. Yeah. orgy type. Is thing. it an orgy though? <laughs> and does the group sex always buy? Not necessarily. No. Yeah. There could be some kind of a mass couple swap thing happening too. Or it could just be some straight up uh, Caligula. Everyone's single. Let's just go for it. Let's yeah. just fucking see where it goes. Drink rabbit road. blood and just fuck. Yeah. Fuck it out. Wear a yeah. weird mask. <laughs> yeah, I think, bro. I think orgy is where you have more than one receiver. Okay. I think a gangbang just has to be one person getting penetrated. Yes, well, I, don't no, I agree. I agree. Wait, no, but there's never any point that there's. As soon as you have. It's a menage as long as it's only one sex, of course. Like three dudes together is not a menage. That's just guys blowing off steam. <laughs> yeah. Three so, dudes isn't a menage, no? No, I don't Def think so. Definitely not. I don't think no. so. That's that's a, a, I don't know. That's a menage. That's boys being boys. It's putting the man in a menage. That's not every fucking club is on a Friday and Saturday. That's guys figuring out who they can trust yeah. that's just it's a couple of dudes just trying to figure who's gonna pay for pizza right. so that's the thing uh, like group sex immediately means it's a mixture going back and forth you gotta yeah i mean if it's like three guys and a girl and the dudes are doing some shit to each other too i think it turns from gangbang to orgy yeah so that, can, that can't be the flip always it's... means there's something by happening no right? no no, I, I, I don't think so. No, because if there was two girls and three guys, and the guys didn't do anything to each other, I th I'd still call that an orgy. See, I think um, two guys in a menage 
is about as gay as a fucking dude can get. You know what I mean? Like without before, being gay, without being gay. But you're right up on the borderline. You, you are say that towing the line. Yeah. yeah, but you won't say that about two girls because two girls with you could be like, well, I never do this. I, but you know, it seems to be turning. It's okay. Or could it be more of like an aggressive, just like. You know, not so much gay as like <coughs> teaching this chick a lesson. See, that's gay. That's fucking gay. That's gay? Yeah, that's gay. Right. You're like, we're yeah. fucking, we're power fucking this bitch, right, dude? You're like, you guys are being gay. Yeah, those you two should just kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Doing those elbow high fives where you link arms. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the Bass Brothers? <laughs> Get her, yeah. yeah. We're like Maguire and Conseco, but yeah. with pussy. Soder, me and this chick's pussy feel the need. The, the need, need for <laughs> speed. You're just using that woman as the shared orifice as where a, you can both put your dicks. As a conduit. Yeah. There's oh, so many times in life that I even think some guys dig a chick because they were with a a dude that they admire. Ooh. You know what I mean? So like if a girl fucking dates a dude, suddenly that raises her like, oh, that guy's pretty fucking cool and she's broken up with her. Now I think I want to be with her. Well, I think what you, what a lot of guys are really thinking is, I really want to be with that dude. I want to taste. Brother. I want to taste that man's penis yeah. secondhand. If uh, if, you, if two guys hook up with a chick together, I treat it like just like that chick is just one giant fist jerking you both off at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, I noticed that you locked eyes with Dan when you said that. Yeah, it was, and, and his eyes were saying the words, remember? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never, for, never forget. <laughs> remember, but don't say it, but remember. But you remember. North Carolina will never leave our hearts. <laughs> if it takes place in a different state. Then it's not gay. Mm. Well, it depends on the state rules. It wasn't gay there. <laughs> yeah. A lot can get gay down there pretty fucking quick. <laughs> you, go to, you go to Thailand and yeah. it's all bets are off. Yeah. Because you can be down south and you're doing something gay with a woman for their fucking yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ankles above her ears. <laughs> it's homosexuality, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, friendo. Depending on the position. What, how'd you have her? Were you looking her in her eyes? And then it's gay, buddy. You love butts. Yeah, don't look at a butt while you're fucking, or else you're a gay man. All right, we got to go to break here. Thank you guys for stopping by, though. Thanks for having me. Two days in a row. Wow. Yeah, you're Huge. the best. They'll see you guys tomorrow, too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll be walking by. Yeah, you never heard. Maybe. Heard. Maybe Sir will be in Wisconsin. Who knows? <laughs> Why would you bring that up? I bet I won't be. No, he's still. It bothers you a little bit, though, right? I'm pretty certainly about it. It bothers you. Chris, do your plug. Don't make me tell you to do a plug, then it's not a plug. It's something forced to do. Big J. Yogerson. I mean, nice and loud, like you really like enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoy Yeah. Big J. Yogerson. Like, like in a friendly voice. Oh, Big J. Yogerson's performing at the Tampa Improv Thursday, October 30th through Sunday, November 2nd. Go to theimprovtampa.com for tickets. And Dan Soder will be performing at the Albany Comedy Works Friday, October 24th and Saturday, October 25th. Go to thecomedyworks.com for tickets there. And then next Tuesday, October 21st, Jay's hosting What's Your Fucking Deal? An evening of crowd work and off-the-cuff comedy at UCB East. Go to ucbtheater.com for tickets. We'll be right back as Ron Fess. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Yep. It's the Ron and Fez show. Midweek. Wednesday, 
hump day. Wine's day also. Love your wine, huh? Yeah, I do like wine. Every time I see you drinking a white wine, I always turn to the person next to me and I say, that boy is a little queer. All straight. Sure. We'll chill white wine. Doesn't hurt anybody. You know, be- uh, queer just means peculiar, Chris. So oh. You didn't have to take it to that fucking place that you went. See, I, th- I just assumed it meant gay. I don't think... I don't think a guy can drink white wine and look like a regular fella. <laughs> I think you can get away with red wine because of Italian dishes. Bored to death. Jason Schwartzman, it was always a little weird. Chill white wine. White wine. Yes, you're very right about that. I feel like you have to have like one of those sweaters tied around your neck when boat shoes drinking white wine. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking exactly about that. You do not come across as a regular fella. Now, if you really want to be a regular fella, beer. Would you like a beer? That's what a man says to another man. Hey, can I grab you a beer? Would you like one? Yes, I'd like several. I don't even use a refrigerator. I just have a big tub of ice-cold water with chunks of ice, and I reach in deep and grab you a brewski. But now people are starting to even ruin that, where they're like a beer snob, and they have their whole... You go over their house, and they have a whole list of like the 20 beers that they have and oh this is from this region and this is has this this you, is hoppy wh- wh- what you're saying is the old brand name beers don't work for them anymore they have to have uh a beer that you've never heard of yeah they they'd only drink budweiser if it was like 100 degrees and they're at a ball game and but even then they'd let everybody know that they i don't i don't usually do this but i mean since we're here this buds for you know. is what i like to say chris <laughs> mm. um i like to yell tastes great less filling no. at a ball game <laughs> it's miller time am i right everyone i think uh that Bubba Smith said he was in a parade where one side of the parade route was yelling, Taste great, and the other side was yelling, Less filling. And he said that he felt so bad about himself um, that he thought, I will never pitch this product again. Now, I like celebrity pitchmen, I believe it has to be done. I don't like it for... I want to give you this. Yeah. I think Bruce Willis cost himself any chance to ever get an Oscar-winning role when he did the Seagram's... Uh, wine coolers. Wine coolers. That's a tough one. Now, Celebrity Beers makes more sense. Now, Chris, you put together something on the iBang, um, and this is Celebrities... Pitching beer. Yeah, celebrities shilling beer. It's under the daily shorts section of the iBang. It's a qu- nice little quiz I put together. I always thought that the mean Joe Green would have worked better if that little kid would have tossed him a beer. <laughs> like, there was some reason this kid had some beer. Well, I would love it if just they just showed players just pounding beers on the sidelines. Now, does beer go with any ball game the way it does a baseball game? I think I think it goes it goes just as well with a football game. No, because when I think of a beer vendor at a sporting event, I'm 
picturing them at a ball game going, ice cold, ice cold, bud beer, get your bud light. And who wants an ice cold beer if it's fucking, you know, oh. December? But there's also time to drink beer, to relax when you're at a baseball game. And the original guys that I ever heard, the original celebrities pitching beer, would almost be done through radio commercials during baseball games. A lot of them would be local guys, you know, a local celebrity, which I think is even more impressive. That's really cool. Yeah. Is there any celebrity that could never pitch a beer product? I mean, for me, it's always someone who was recently out of rehab. I don't drink anymore, but when I did drink... Charlie Sheen is pitching me alcohol now? See, Charlie Sheen would probably be somebody I would turn down if I was, you know... Didn't Clapton have, like, a beer commercial, and then there was, everyone's kind of weirded out that, hey, aren't you... Haven't you had problems with that in the past? Kinda, now, did he actually pitch it, or was it his music playing? I... I he was in the, in the ad. Well, these are all up on the iBang today. Chris has put this together, and I, I take it that you didn't put um, the Clapton in. No, I didn't put the Clapton chilling Cold 45. Um, so there's... All right, let's put up the Clapton right now. Give me some sound of this. Michelob is what he was... Such an 80s look there, right? <laughs> I like it. The night belongs to Michelob. See, so this is why I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, he's out of rehab. He's not holding the beer. No. And he's not selling the beer. He's saying, basically... I know people drink beer while I play my music. Now, I'm not telling you to drink beer. I'm just enjoying myself in this bar. But if playing. you are going to drink a beer, a Michelob is a possibility for you. Never liked Michelob because of the weird bottle shape. It always weirded me out. I, that, that really just turned me off from the beer itself. You're homophobic. <laughs> I guess. You worry, you worry about anything that's penis. <laughs> All right, why don't you come up with your thing and see if we can guess, Chris, okay. some of these. Patrick Swayze, he did a beer at 1979. What beer do you think he was shilling? Well, first of all, he wasn't the famous Patrick Swayze in 1979. No, he's just he's Patrick Swayze, but as the actor on the come up. Just regular fellow. <laughs> he's a regular dude, Patrick Swayze. Now, I don't know this, but going from the, since it's still the 70s... <laughs> I'm going to guess Schlitz. <laughs> kind of a forgotten beer. I, I would guess that he, he's, he's a yelling. Y- y- Fezzy. That he's a young man at this point. He's out living the Miller High Life. All right, let's watch the commercial. Go ahead and hit it. And it's a doozy. <laughs> Getting ready for the club. When the sun goes down and the evening rolls around, that's the time I find. This is very, way more disco than I expected. Oh, yeah, it's all disco. 
Oh my god, it's hysterical. <laughs> Listen how they're acting like they've got the Bee Gees, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a, the, the, someone they paid to be a reasonable facsimile. Now, so I thought that we would really be doing like a country type of commercial, but no one thought of Pabst Blue Ribbon as a fucking disco beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like a blue-collar dude beer, right? Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. As was, as I brought up, Schlitz to you. Oh, sure. I wouldn't even think of any beer as a disco beer, just going out and then having a frosty brew for yourself, like a cocktail type of deal. I know, but there was the Heineken, Michelob, you know, at the time, what were considered more upscale beers. Yeah, like the classy, like uh, regular American beers, right? That's what those were? Yeah, well, Heineken was an American Mm. beer. Um, but we didn't do a lot of foreign beers pre-Heineken. <laughs> no Tecate? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, even to this day, it seems like the two biggest foreign beers are still Heineken and Corona. I, I just see people constantly drinking Coronas and Heinekens. Corona actually got their big jump with um, the Mexican holiday. Oh, Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just Before like- that, no one brought it up. Weird. And I mean, it's not like we've had another big Mexican beer jump since then. Well, I guess Dos Equis with the uh, the most interesting man in the world. But I don't. I never actually. I never I actually know see- that was Mexican. Yeah, it's Mexican Dos Equis. Yeah, I thought it was South American for some reason. It's Dos Equis, and it's. I never actually see anyone drinking it, but I just see the commercials constantly. Everyone it's knows a great that commercial. too. Oh yeah, it's awesome. He is He's perfect. the most interesting man in the world. All right, what's your next one? All right, next one, number two. What beer did Billy D. Williams sell? This one I already know yeah. because I played rec league basketball with a all-black team that named themselves after this, and this was Colt 45. All right, all right, all right. Billy D. Williams talks about the power of Colt 45. You know, I, uh, I've always heard about the power of Colt 45. But I was never sure exactly what that meant. So I got something. Found out for myself. Hey, Billy. You free tonight? Works every time. The dynamite taste of Colt 45. It works every time. I I knew that because I still see the like neon signs in the windows of some bodegas that have his face on it. My like, God, I want to steal that. All right. The uh, by the way, on the on the first part of the first page, up on this, you can see all the beer choices: Heineken, Miller Light, Ice, which I completely forgot about. Ice beer was a big uh, revolution in beer. Yeah, I forgot about the ice beer, uh, which was what late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, into the into the mid nineties, really. Uh, Colt 45, St. Ides. St. Ides. Uh, Old Milwaukee, PBR, and Tiger. Yeah, Tiger's very popular internationally. Is that a Japanese? Uh, no, it's like uh, Southeast Asian. Same thing, Chris. What? No, it's totally different. You're being a fucking racist <laughs> right now. No, I'm not. I'm being the opposite of a racist. <laughs> There's a difference. You know what the opposite of a racist is? What's that? Me. <laughs> All right, you got Billy. I'm known Dave. as a anti-Chris or a non-Stanley. 
That's why I'm just associated with racism now. Hurts. To me, you are. Hurts, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> you look excited about the MS today? Oh, yeah, very excited. It's going to be great. Why don't you come up and sit next to us? Why are you always in the back? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to interfe get interfere on the stage. I should just be lurking in the shadows like the creep that I am. How about yesterday with Russell Bland when... You know, you hear him bring up a lot of recovery stuff. You're you're surrounded by a lot of recovery stuff for a guy who is a current active and, active and off the rails alcoholic. Jesus, <laughs> I, I okay, active but off the rails. You're like seriously, you're like watching a runaway train. Oh God! The only thing that is safe about you is that there's no baby in the front seat of the train. Thank God. No, no, don't want anything to do with that. Um, Galifianakis has been talking about having a baby a lot. He's, you know, he also dropped a ton of weight, if you've seen him. I saw he him. He looks like a tiny man now. Yeah. He looks like he's suddenly Shelby. Yeah, so I'm like, for the Birdman premiere. I was That's like, exactly what it's for, the Birdman. like, damn, Zach, that comes out limited release this weekend. I think I'm going to go see it. Even with the giant crowds, you think there's gonna be giant crowds? I, I, th I think I think I think they'll be all sold out. I think they'll end up being all sold out. I was very surprised that there were people standing outside of the um, the Gone Girl movie when I got there. Because like I go to leave Gone Girl, I sit at like five o'clock at night or whatever, and I'm leaving like seven thirty. It's a pretty long movie, and there was a big line. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. People are into the Gone Girl because of the book, probably. And then I was going like this all through the movie. Gong, 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 she be gone so long, talking about my girl. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, do you remember that song now, early 80s? You saw Gone Girl? Yeah. What'd you think? I, I just felt kind of gross afterwards. It was not what I was expecting. What made you feel gross? That it had... You this just yourself? <laughs> took care of that. I'll, I'll blow that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you reversed that pound. I always laugh when some people can't do the pound without doing the blow up. And I always say like this, you blowing that up? Like it's an insult. Save it for fucking <laughs> special pound occasions, people. You can't, you gotta keep it special. Other guys jizzing in their pants. Worthy so did you like the it. film? Yeah, I liked it, but I, I thought going in, I was, oh, this is gonna be your standard missing persons movie, but then it totally took a turn. I would say this about this movie. It was neither fish nor fowl, yet tried to be both. I would say it with an English accent like that. Classy. If I was doing it, I would say I, I thought it missed the mark. Really? Yeah. One thing I did like is how going into credits, they didn't just pound you with some song that just like lit up the whole room. They just went into some light music, so it, you just like you just have to settle in whatever feeling you were going with i w didn't even notice what? whether or not i got a big rock song to walk out with yeah that it goes to show you what kind of shitty movies you generally go to <laughs> yeah. that you feel like you've got to go leave in the theater listening to my sharona by the neck which by the way i don't care what you fucking saw you leave that theater feeling great going like this <laughs> My Sharona. Let's see. That's I could have been Schindler's List. Yes, <laughs> I would have seen Schindler's List. I went just fucking 
pogoing out of the theater. <laughs> credits or when they're all lining up in that grave in Israel just <laughs> fast forward it and then she turns to the camera and says turn this up you will not regret it <laughs> we got a long way away from your beer uh, piece now, you know what we're doing the unmasked today right yeah I was doing a little research into the people and I'm gonna ask you guys this Dane Cook's beer of choice Dane's Cook, beer of choice. Chris Stanley. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sierra Nevada. I'm just gonna go out there. You're a fu- you. You take the shot, dude. <laughs> and that's why you're always an admi- uh, admiration. Shabell. He is a Bud Light kind of guy. Fez Whitley. Uh, light beer, but a little bit more sophisticated and Amstel light. This is why I know none of you guys are ever on the same page as me. Because it never once, you're like, hey, Ron's got all this research to do. We're doing all these unmasked. Dick Cavett on Monday. Yeah. Two unmasked this week. Russell Brand and Dane Cook. Perhaps I'll read some of this stuff and kick things back and forth with them. Because if any of you had, any of you shit healed. No. Incestuous. What? I don't have anyone to be incestuous with. Polygamists. <laughs> Anarchists would have known that Dane Cook has never had a sip of beer or a drug in his life. He is, as the old saying goes, straight edge. Chris, do you remember what the insignia for straight edge was? Right there. Yeah. I know that. Almost the same as DX. <laughs> and then sometimes they would just put the X on. Yeah, right in the back of their... Yeah, yeah, like, it was like a club thing. Yeah, it's like... Like, yeah, no drink for No, nah, sorry, bro. Yeah. I don't fucking get high. I get high on life in these great tunes at this show I'm at. I'm going to another Minor Threat show. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Is this Fugazi? I can't tell. That's going to piss off a lot of Meyer Threat fucking now, fans. I always find that an amazing choice to make. As a matter of fact, I never even thought of it as a choice when I was younger. To not drink or not take a drug. I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time when. Like, <laughs> I would agree with you. Like, how long do I hold off? How long? It was almost like, to me... Hearing that somebody has never drank or taken a drug is as odd as when Fez says he's never had sex. It's just there's so much so, so much opportunity and just or just even curiosity to see what it feels like. Right, what is just on a uh, on a thing for you scale for you? What seems odder, 
Dane's choice or Fez's choice? <sighs> Fez's choice is the latter. Yeah, because some people can choose not to do those things for religious reasons their whole lives, but people still have sex during marriage. So, Well, here's the weird thing, too. I mean, the religious, a priest will say no to sex, right? Yeah. And then they'll tell you, it's really fucking hard. It's really hard to be a priest and do this. And yet, Fez could easily be a priest. A, he's cranky. B, there's a hacking cough that most <laughs> priests will have. C, he hates women. D, we're uncomfortable when he's around children. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have another one. I know he's molested fucking kids before. <laughs> I, I have not. He definitely I has. I know you have. He's Never. A, and he, he wears the same outfit every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. I know you molested your nephew. <laughs> well, why would you say that? I have never. I've had a feeling. Call him out, Ron. No. I've had a fucking feeling about it. Let everyone know. Don't put that out there. I have never. At least flashed, right? I mean, no. <laughs> I have not Stephen Collins, this kid. Oh yeah, let's look at him like he's a weirdo. At least he's having sex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is weirder, the pederast or the abstainer? The abstainer, because the pederast they have these feelings, right? Yeah, they follow them. I yeah. gotta lock you up, Mister Collins, <laughs> but I'm gonna pound it and blow it up first. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And Fez, you've never had the urge. Never where it's been overwhelming enough where it's like, I've got to get laid. Well, would you say never when it's been overwhelming enough? Have you even been whelmed a little bit? Like, I want to get laid. Yeah, I mean, I've had those feelings. I mean, I've jerked off before thinking oh. about it, jerking about what is, it would be like. Jerking but, off is not getting laid. But never, That's like saying, by your, saying, by your way of saying that, I almost... Had sex with Princess Diana. <laughs> the way he says it, it makes it. By the way, I will only jack to royalty. <laughs> wow, really? Mm -hmm. Got Pippa now. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> he makes it seem like being so overwhelmed, like you're going to explode, like he's just shaking in his house, and then big. Like, I got, I got to get out of here. I got to go have sex. He he thinks of it as something one is forced to do. Like a Catholic girl, he thinks of sex as rape <laughs> instead of sex. All right, what's the next beer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snoop Dogg. <sighs> Too bad we already did Colt 45. <laughs> uh, Snoop would have done this early 90s. Was he the ice drinker? No, he was not. Incorrect. Shelbo? He, Heineken. I think that early, this is early 90s. I don't think Heineken would have jumped on with a rapper this early on. It was a bold move in the early 90s to pick a rapper for yourself. Yeah. Which you're basically saying a gangster is like picking Al Capone. And this was this was early day Snoop. You know, where gin he. Gin Juice. Yeah, where he had the murder charge or whatever, you know? Was it just gin? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no. Was it juice? <laughs> Yo, juicy juice. <laughs> Gotta get my juice on. Was it pip, Pimp Cup beer? No. They were those hip-hop chips that you can still find <laughs> some places. What was it? St. Ides. St. Ides. I almost was going to say St. Ides, but that doesn't seem like it's there for him. It's Ides, baby. I it, thought maybe he did Red Dog. 
when that beer was popular for two seconds. And the video does feature him morphing from a dog into a person. The corner store, you know what I'm looking for, Saint I. Fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> No set tripping, just sipping no ST. That's how we do it in the LBC. Man, talk about being a fucking sellout. <laughs> he just completely gave his fucking song to them. Yeah, early, he just, yeah, he's like, say nice. How much are you going to fucking write me yeah. a check for? Yeah, I walk into a party with a box of 40s. I wish he would have this check still in his fucking hand. <laughs> yes, back in the day that. A Doberman was like the scariest dog. It was. Now they'd have the pit bull in there. Yeah, you're right. A Doberman was the big dog um, for a long time. Uh, all right, so I will say this: nothing looks uh, makes us look weirder than old commercials. Yeah. You know I mean, like you look back to what we thought, like that's supposed to look appealing. Yeah, but it looks kind of shitty now. <laughs> oh, it looks you oh, kind of. It looks awful. But that I mean that was supposed to be. Uptown, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, these guys are living great. They got St. Ides 40s. They have a box of 40s for the party. This costs $8. $8, and everyone at the party can get pissed drunk. All right, let me see the next one. All right, next one is Sam Rockwell. I have no memory of this uh, whatsoever. He and I love Sam Rockwell. He's in a beer commercial. Which one do you think he was selling? No, he looks young also. This is a young Sam Rockwell. So this is something he did for money, like... But this is like, uh... This food is... money. Rent <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah. Not like, uh, <laughs> oh, I can get this and get another beach house. <laughs> this was basically what Swayze was doing on the come up, looking to get that sweet commercial money. So this money. could be anything. It can, you can go in any direction. But this is Sam Rockwell selling some beer. Um, I'll go Rolling <laughs> Rock. <laughs> <laughs> We already said on the front, and Rolling Rock wasn't one of them. No. Was this the ice? All right, all right, all right. All right, let's watch this. These commercials are just weird to me now. Light beer. The lady down there wants to buy you a beer. There's no lady. lady there. He doesn't get it. I think you know. Right. I spread the right way for more of what you want in the beer. Does he Pretty hear the sounds? Yeah. Miller Lite Ice. It's new. It's another dimension. I knew you'd get it. Must be from heaven. Close. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this fuck that commercial A makes no sense. What it's crazy, and the, the ice beer is terrible. It's your opinion. <laughs> They're experimenting with like 3D too, and they finally show the bottle, like the cans kind of moving yeah. at the camera. I want even more now. I wonder what year that was. Do you know, Chris? I think that was like '93 for Miller Lite Ice. That was towards the end of the really the ice beer era. It was probably the last thing that that right after that Nirvana fucking made their last album. Yeah, Kurt was dead. And everything just got shitty. And the girl is fucking hot. And I'm not sure, but I think that could be Angie Harmon. Yeah. Remember Angie Harmon? Oh, oh, yeah, I remember Angie Harmon. Hell yeah. Yeah. But she's very cute in that. 
Remember, I still watch Rizzoli and Isles every week. What's he talking about? I, I don't know. I think What's... she's on one of those TNT shows where there's, they just put two names together and I guess they solve crimes. I like when they put fucking two names that kind of, you know, hook up together like salt and pepper, you know? <laughs> Danny Salt <laughs> and BJ Pepper are salt and pepper. They've teamed up. Yeah. How could they not? Um, liquor and fucker coming soon <laughs> to TBS. Gary Black and Jeff Out are the greatest ATF agents you've ever seen. Fez and no pussy coming this year or cock. I don't know how you call yourself gay, Fez, when you don't do gay stuff. Well, I know how I feel. I'm, I know I'm attracted to men. That's why I call myself gay. I think they have to be attracted to you. That was a little harsh, wasn't it? That was <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little bit more difficult of a definition. As soon as I said it, I felt like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. You should have thrown it to break right after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've got to be attracted to you. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> fuck you. It's the Ride of Fish show. You're never going to get fucking laid. You ready to die alone? Rod and Fez. That's tighter than Fez's asshole. <laughs> well, you know how Fez is afraid of sex, right? Yeah, yeah, he isn't <clears throat> one at all. And I was just thinking this the other day as I did my neti pot. The first time was very uncomfortable for me. A little scary. Sure. Felt like I, you know, wasn't yeah. going to make it through. I was blacked out. By the third time, old hat. That's what I'm trying to tell him. You're I, not going to be better at something by not doing it. I think Fez is, is just too afraid to take the first step. Like, no one's fucking good at sex the first time they bang. It just, it just doesn't happen. I was told I was. Wow. Well, then now I just feel embarrassed <laughs> and stupid. Now, here's the thing. You only do things that you're not good of because you desire to do them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, if you go, I have the desire to be a surfer or to play guitar, you're willing to go through the uncomfortable part. Fez has no desire to be a sex man. Fez is asexual. Let's just... Let's just I have we, no problem saying that. Can we lock that down now? I have no once problem all? If we were doing a vote... <laughs> No. And I don't even care if it was in front of everyone where I had to stand <laughs> up and go, I, I would say, I don't think that he's sexual at all or asexual. You're not even getting congressional approval for this choice. I don't care about the Congress. I learned that from Russell Brand. <laughs> Fuck the Congress. Yeah, what could they do to us? Nothing, obviously. What do they do that we couldn't do to ourselves? I say we just set a couple fires down there. Yeah, I do. I'd rather have a bloody revolution than a nonviolent one. Yeah, nonviolent ones doesn't seem like it would stick, you know? Not for me. But I do agree with him if, if everyone just stops doing something, it has no value. Like when he was talking, why football um, above any other thing? Yeah. Football is is a fun game to watch, <clears throat> but it's not that much more fun than other games. I we've, guess bought the, in, we've bought into it. The gambling tied into it also is all part of it. 
Yeah, but you know we could gamble on a lot of things. See, I don't see. I don't know why we're not more like Europe, where we could, they could just gamble on anything on whatever. Just go to the corner store and they just have like a bookie. Basically. I like when they gamble on like royal babies and stuff like yeah. that. It's like everything's a prop bet. Could would you make a prop bet on when Fez will lose his, his ass cherry? <laughs> <laughs> Can that, is there a fucking no? He'll never lose it option. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> why aren't you afraid of that part, Fez? It's not like you can't get an ass hard on. <laughs> yeah, oh. but it's still, you know, it's weird. It's like uh, if I go out like on a weekend and then, like a sidewalk gets too crowded and I'm like weirded out by people getting too close. Um, and then I think, wow, that inside of me is really, really too close for comfortability. You were saying the thought of anal sex grosses you out. <laughs> there we go. Because have, you're uncomfortable in crowds. No, I mean the intimacy about it. No, I will agree with you. The thought of it makes me sick as well. Oh, I That's wanna, why neither one of us is gay. I'm a puke. <laughs> I am agreeing with you, Fez. I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. Only one of us has called themselves gay for some odd reason. <laughs> I don't walk through Times Square though and go, geez, I, I, I don't like this. I hate getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> Why do you have to take us off fucking track? He walks down the street. He feels it's too tight. So he definitely knows I'm going to get banged in the ass. <laughs> oh, no. Fez now, le I, and let's play this fucking game. Has another gay man ever thought the same thing as Fess? When it came to that, I don't like crowds, so I don't want to get banged in the ass. I can. There's no way to correlate that. There's no way. He is on his own there. He's uh, he's a single one-man guy living his one-man world. He's happy there. Now, we were talking to Joe Mackey the other day. In a lot of ways, he reminds me of a young Fez. But he's happy he doesn't date. Ecstatic. He doesn't call himself lonely or feel like he's missing something. He enjoys it. He says, if I wake up on a Tuesday morning and I want to start drinking a beer, I can do it. I know that feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you've done that in front of your girlfriend and illegitimate children. What are you doing? It's Tuesday morning. Well, you still claim aren't yours, and they look just like you. Bullshit. He has two sons, Chris and Stanley. <laughs> like, she gets a blood out of me to test me. <laughs> no, no one can get blood out of a fucking stoned. <laughs> See what I did there? Called him a stoned. But you stopped talking with us. Yeah. Did you get confused? I mean, we tried to make this about you. Isn't that your favorite thing? Your favorite subject? No, because it's always a really bad topic. Why are you going to say that? Why are you being so negative? Why are you being negative, Nelly? We've been trying to yank you back in this show. Buddy. Be a positive Pete. Yeah, positive Pete or Popo. Oh, yeah, Popo. Or Pope. Uh, uh, um. By the way, I did find out that was Angie Harmon. In that video. Ah, it's a star-studded video. Yeah. Well, they didn't know it at the time. Whoever that casting director was deserves kudos. That casting director was murdered just seconds after that commercial. Oh, God. How? That Angie Armin right in that picture, though, has a guy chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sturdy chin. It's a sturdy chin on it. Fez, I still haven't pulled you in. You're looking down. You feel bad about something? 
Just be open with me. Yeah, I just uh, feel like I said something stupid there. What did you say? Something. What did you say? Stupid about the sidewalk thing. No, who made you feel stupid? Well, I did. No, but you said you find sidewalks too crowded, so there's no way you'd want to have anal sex, right? I said if a sidewalk's too crowded, what you know? What I meant was, what would an intimate moment feel like? What you're trying to say is. What kind of person would have gay sex? I get it. An intimate moment want to make you come, right? Not if he's asexual. Yeah, okay, yeah. Which yeah. is my belief now. And by the way, you know how I make this a safe place for gays, right? You always have. This is a safe area. It's also safe for asexuals. <sighs> really? You as an asexual feel as comfortable here as anyone else. Everyone makes a choice. A choice is fine. That would get you some heat. I mean, people come out as gay all the time, but how many people come out as asexual? Thank you. And then we do another coming out thing, and he says, a couple years ago, I said I was gay. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm A. I meant to say A. <laughs> and I was walking down the street, and it was so intimate and fucking tight. I didn't want anything between my ass lips. Not even a finger. Oh. What do you wish you would have said? Because why do you feel bad about stuff? I just feel stupid. What do you feel stupid about? I don't understand. Share with us. Um, just feel like a stupid person. Why? I don't know. You're sitting next to two fucking morons. I mean, two. Oh, I think they're stupid too. Oh, come Great on, fucking idiots. Come on. Shelby did say this before. Yeah, uh, the... I... not... Beep, boop, beep! That was his first day on our planet. <laughs> Don't be fucking mean to him. <laughs> so you want to be smart, Fez? That's your dream? No, I just would rather express myself in a way that may, where people are like, what in the world is he saying? You'd rather... Express your... Say, I just did it again. I don't know what you're saying. I really do want to know, though. No, I tried to express myself, and I couldn't get my feelings out there, so then I feel stupid. I don't need to feel smart. I would just like to be able to talk where people can understand me. Mm. It's hard for an asexual out there in this world today. It's hard to be a in the city. <laughs> It's. We should just spray paint a big A on that shirt. Big A! <laughs> but you are accepted here, Fez. Whether gay or A, doesn't matter to us. Whether you can express yourself or not. Where are my A's at? Whether you're a person who thinks of a crowded sidewalk as anal sex, doesn't <laughs> matter to us. Whether you're dumb or just stupid. Or totally retarded. Well, I, those. I see. I'm. A I don't like that word. It's right. the R word for me. I like special needs or speds. <laughs> speds is acceptable. I brought these two speds here for you to take a look at. <laughs> like cattle. <laughs> so that's it, Fuzzy. Just fucking stand up and says, "Hey." I'm A. It's not the same as gay. That can be your thing. Oh, that's great. Hey, I'm, I'm A. A. It's, it's not the same, same as gay. Hey, 
I'm A. It's not the same as gay. Hey, I'm A. It's not the same as gay. Uh, then you can get a T-shirt on the back that says "Don't tell, be- don't tailgate me, buddy." <laughs> Come free zone, and you'll be accepted by us. Why he didn't chant with us? I felt sad. Why didn't you chant with us? Too because, dumb to catch on. Because I'm not a. I'm gay. You just told us you didn't want to have anal, and it was like a a, a crowded sidewalk. I'm saying my problem with it, my uncomfortability problem with it. Not that I don't want to ever do it. You're coming... You would go overnight from a gay failure to a successful A. Oh, yeah. A perfect record? You would be doing it perfectly (laughs) where the other A's would get together and go, why can't you be more like Fez? Look at him. He doesn't fuck anybody. Nothing. Nobody fucks him either. He hasn't gotten it on his fingers, his tongue, his dick, his ass. No liquid. No liquids. No liquids or solids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No mist. (laughs) Not even saliva. You'd be the king of the asexuals. Right in the all gray parade. (laughs) And it's the only parade without music. Right, we got Jennifer Aniston there, right? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston also shilled some beer. I was going to say St. Pauli girl, but you have it in Europe up there. Now, yeah. Are you one of the people who find her hot or not? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Aniston's attractive. But kind of attractive or really attractive? <sighs> kind of attractive. I never understood why people have lost their mind around how hot she was, but she's attractive. I find her really attractive, and I also think that she and I would be friends. She seems always seen nice. She yeah. seemed like her, her character from Office Space, to be totally honest. I think that's wow. her. Wow, that was a nice girl. Yeah, that was great. That was a nice girl. Even if she did fuck Lumberg, whatever, it's in the past. That was a long time in the past. Could you not forgive who the girl was with? I could forgive, whatever. Shelby, what about you? Can you forgive? It'd have to be really bad. Like, if she was with Chris Brown, I'd be like, hey, that's... A little odd. A little so Chris there. Brown would be your cross-off point. Oh, please. Yeah. That's not bad. Kim Jong-un has to be before it's fucking bad. For, like, no, like, that was a dictator lady. She might have known him when he was like in a foreign college. Now, what about you, Fez? Could you be asexual with someone who's <laughs> been asexual with someone you don't like? I could never be. Could you walk down the sidewalk with someone who stood online with someone before? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would feel betrayed. What's betrayed to you, though? Fez? What crosses the line? What could Ronnie B. do that Fez would never forgive? I guess kill somebody in my family? <laughs> kill a niece? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The fact that you say guess is the fucking funniest part of that. <laughs> I guess kill my niece. That is, Ron burnt down all of your family's homes at once. <laughs> Look at Shelby. That's only one. He's fucking dying. <laughs> How much time we got left here, Chris? 20 minutes. Fred, you want to come in this room so you're not in there the whole time? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Bringing the aid in this room, huh? I was thinking we'd all hide so he gets in here and there's no one here. <laughs> Let's try to fix Fez today. Okay. 
I'll start with you. Sure. Play uh, like uh, that fix you thing by Coldplay. If it doesn't bring, you know, yeah. Coldplay running in here immediately. Whatever that kid's name is. Clocks. Clocks fucking... Clocks and cocks. <sighs> he, um... He fucking was laying down the carpet and ripped his cuticle out, and he said he got blood all over his pants, and then was telling me about it. Earlier, I was talking with two of the, our bosses, and he comes up and goes, where do you want these sandwiches? And I just stared at him until he says, maybe I should ask fast. Put this on. This could be your song. When you get what you want, but I want you to you think need. that I'm singing it to you, Fez. Okay. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep, stuck in rivers, and the tears come streaming down your face. Is you crying? When you Coldplay type of way. We're going to try to fix shit today. Okay. Why does that make you feel? Because if I don't get fixed, then I'm a bad person. Oh, Why do you think about well, think that? Instead of do we thinking... ever say that you're a bad person? No. Well, you are. Oh, and that's what we're trying to fix. You know what I mean? To try to make you less bad. When did you first get the idea that you were bad? Um, when I think it was after I changed like the first therapist. No, I meant bad at radio. Oh, day <laughs> <So>, one. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, you would have been way back before your therapist. You would have thought that you were bad when you were a little kid. When did you get the idea that sex was wrong? Um. I know when I was real little, I walked in on my mom and dad. And then got another dude? No, it's just the two of them. Yeah. How were they doing it? That's a train, Uh, by the way. Who was on top? My dad was. Are you sure it was your dad? I'm pretty sure. It looked like his bald spot from behind. Yeah, just because you saw Harry back doesn't make it your dad. So you walked in and your, your dad was just fucking pumping it, right? Yeah. Hard? Bringing it hard? Oh, yeah. And what was your mom saying? Slamming, jizzing me. <laughs> I didn't hear her saying baby. anything. I heard uh, there because was. I bet that's the night that your little brother was conceived. Give me that. Card. Oh yeah, that probably could have been. Yeah. Because did you notice if you pulled out or left it in there? No, I um, I was screamed at to get out of here, 
I'm and so I immediately went back out. Get out of here or get up on here? <laughs> what did you hear? It was, I'm sure it was get out of here. And did you think to yourself at the time, that's something I never want to do? It just seemed really, the Fun. fact that they, the fact that my dad was so upset about it, mm-hmm. like my mom, I didn't see for like another hour afterwards. <laughs> but my dad came right out. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this. I don't know what she was doing. Ooh. But and the fact that he was... He came out? That, um... Smell this, did he say? <laughs> that didn't come up, uh, but he was just adamant of, you don't walk in on people, you don't do... You know, everything was, I guess, bad that I did in you, that situation. You felt like you were bad. I was the intruder. I, yeah. you know, I didn't knock. I just... Did didn't you know think. That, did you know that they were having sex? Oh, I had no idea. When did you figure out that they were having sex? Um, it wasn't immediately then. I remember it was probably a few years down the road from there. So, but I still remember. I still remember that morning, that Saturday morning. So it wasn't traumatic for you. No, it was traumatic, but I didn't realize why it was traumatic. I didn't realize why he was upset. I didn't realize what they were doing. What was traumatic? The fact that anybody was upset with you? Yeah. Then I would have thought to myself that the first 18 years of my life were traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) I thought parents were just upset with kids. They get pissed. Kids screw up. But you didn't like it when they got mad at you. No, in that situation, it just seemed weird because my dad was... um, like, if I remember it correctly now, like, pissed and embarrassed, and I felt like, I remember thinking it was a whole different kind of mad. Mm-hmm. No, no, but, what you mean. Well, what kind of mad? Because he was um, embarrassed and mad. But you didn't know that he was embarrassed. No, but I knew something was up. I knew something was different. Mm. But then, when did it occur to you that they were having sex? It was probably, I'm sure it was well after my little brother was born, because so, then, that, that's, because that's when that I first know. started so, figuring out what sex was. What, what, what age are we talking about for you? That would have been probably seven hmm. when I walked in on him, eight or nine. By the time you left? You no. just sat there for two years? Damn. Watching him bang? Hot. When are you gonna nut? <laughs> what? So is that the point that you said I'll never have sex? When I'm, did you say that to yourself? When did you reach that goal? Oh, I have. I still haven't reached that goal. Where I say I'll never have it. Yeah, I still think about that. Still think about what? Having sex. But I remember leaving college without having sex and thinking, that's not a good thing. It took you until you were 22 before you figured out, I should have had sex by now. But yeah. Because I just kept thinking it was gonna ha- that I was going to meet someone and it was going to happen. And when it didn't happen in college, I'm like, all right, now I'm really behind the curve. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you... You ever got off the straightaway? 
No, I guess I didn't. So it's something you still want to do? Yeah, I would still like to do it, yes. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> I've just really built it up at this point. And the and the fear and the the longer it went, the scarier it seemed. It's scarier now, Teal? Oh yeah. What frightens you? Oh now there's things like um you know, having a panic attack during it. I worry about that. Having a heart attack during it. Yep. You are definitely a guy that's into sex. You're gonna do it. Because that's what most people worry about, the panic attacks or heart attacks during sex. Not the I mean, jizzing. how many times have you written, uh, like, read a Playboy magazine <laughs> with how to handle that during sex panic attack? <laughs> oh, God, listen, you coughing away like a fucking lunger. I'm much better now. Much better. Can Fezzi be fixed? That's the big question. Fez has got to believe he can be fixed first. He's just sitting there not locking in on anybody's eyes. Sorry. It's okay. Nobody's saying anything. Does this make you nervous? Yeah. Why? What makes you nervous, Fez? I'm not thinking of anything to say. Okay, you want to go back in your room? Yeah. Okay, buddy. Play his call play for him. Okay. Here you go. I think we made some real progress, though. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I think we're moving in a a positive direction. Jennifer Aniston beer was Heineken, by the way. Yeah, it was Heineken. (laughs) Yeah, it was a European commercial. Why would we try to sell Heineken back to them? Ah, it's very odd. I was confused when I saw it. Fez. Yeah. You feel better or worse? Wait, let me hear About the same. Here, listen to your song. Fez, is it better for you in that room away from us or in here with us? Um, pro- uh, better in this room. Why? Because we're not there? Um, I'm not sure why. Come on. There's something that was bothering you. I think I'm just being emotional. It's easier to be emotional in here. What are you being emotional about? I don't, it's, um, just some medicine I'm on, I think. I hope. Does this have anything to do with when you were seven years old and you walked in on your dad and a man? Um, well, the man was my mother. But you never saw her face? No. You just assumed it was your mom? Yeah. And she was laying on her belly with her muscular arms wrapped around the bed. Yeah. Screaming out, give it to me. <laughs> uh. And what was your dad's first name? Dick. 
No further questions. <laughs> um, I think the defense is... Come on in here, Fess. We'll play your song for you. Here you go. Oh, here. Here's... I'm good here. No, no. Come, come on. on. We'd love to see Fix you. To let it go. And he said he didn't see his mom for a couple hours there. Because she was never home. Next thing I knew, she came in with a bunch of groceries. I don't. Maybe she went out the window. Feeling better now, Fizz? No, really about the same. Same amount of panic, same amount of uh, de- uh, depression. What part of you? What part of this uh, upset you? When I just um, wasn't able to think of anything to say. Did you feel better with your glasses on? You, he I does don't think look so. Better with his glasses on. I like him with the glasses on. Yeah, I like yeah. the glasses too. Yeah, it's good. Everybody look. was talking about it. The unmasked yesterday. They were like, Fez looks so great with his glasses on. How come he's not talking on the air? And everybody was saying that you're very confident, too, yesterday. Oh, I didn't feel like it. You know what? Sometimes I feel like you're Superman, and this is kryptonite. It's like a kryptonite microphone. Oh, like this whole room is kryptonite. Yeah. It's a crypto room. Like, it's not even looking at us. What are you looking down? What do you say to us when you look down like that? What are you saying to yourself? think of something to say something short and clippy at best you want to join me to do the Bennington show on Friday um to say hell to those guys we're doing the show together I I would come in and do that with you yes no that's not what I'm saying would that be the, the thing to say at the last minute say this isn't Bennington this is Bennington and Watley yeah, but I wouldn't want to mess it up. Yeah, I guess that's not the way to do it. I've decided I'm going to do something totally different than I've ever done in my life. Something that I haven't shared with you guys. I haven't shared it with Opie. I haven't shared it with Don. It's coming Friday. Yeah, this coming Friday. Christ, okay. Jesus Christ. 7 a.m. Eastern. Sirius. They're XM 103 Sirius 206. I don't know that part. Lights will guide you home. What are you sure of, Fess? What are you 100% sure of? The sun will come up tomorrow? Jeez. When you heard Russell Brand talking about all his madness and it was spirituality, did that set off a thing? Because I know you got your atheistic beliefs during an unmasked. I was thinking about that, too. And I'm like, this should be relating to me just the opposite way that a pendulette did. And it did. I couldn't. I mean, he beams when he talks about his spirituality. 
and and a connection to God and stuff. And I just I wasn't feeling it. It's a higher power as he knows it. In other words, you have to be the one who said this is your higher power. Instead of I know it's your stuff now is just about nihilism, right? Like that Gotham show that you watch is I can't believe that that's like a kid's show. There's so much murder that takes place on yeah. that show. And that the lesbianism is seen as some kind of oh, hot. weird, though, you know what I mean? Like dark thing. And this is, and, uh, yeah, I guess it was marketory kids. Batman. Right? There are all little children in it. That's uh, really They're weird. all like little kids. And when you would watch the real Batman, they didn't do murders. You know? yeah, he never killed anybody. Yeah. And Batman himself is a little boy who is basically in the S&M. You know, he's hurting himself. Oh, he's constantly in pain. He's constantly a whiner. He doesn't seem like he's going to grow up to be anything. And aren't, like, the bad guys, they're not even wearing their, like, crazy costumes. They're just, like, regular psychos, pretty much. Yeah, but before. some of them are, like, disturbed children. You know what I mean? And what is that saying? Like, it's not really an original, an origin piece, because they're all already disturbed. Penguin has killed so many fucking people every time you turn around. But I was thinking that might be the darkness that appeals to you, Fess. You know, you live in Gotham, you know? And everything seems crazy to you right now. Yeah. And nothing's good. Any good out there gets stopped very, very quickly. Yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't I can't hold on to it too long. Can, don't or won't. It seems like something comes in my mind and just pushes, if there's a good thing going on, something pushes that out of the way. What's something? Like uh, another mistake, a screw up, um, something bad happening in the company, something going wrong at home. What are all these things? You haven't even been back here long enough to have any screw ups. And you've been in the other room the whole time. Yeah, I had a screw. I had a screw up in there a couple days ago. So that's what bothers you—a screw up from a couple days ago. And one's from yesterday. I was trying. When you do that thing, I try to hold my breath until you come back out. And I'm going make it. over a bridge. <laughs> Don't you also have to hold your breath when you go past the graveyard? I thought that was not whistling. Oh, no, you have to hold your feet up. When we were on the bus, everyone used to say, pick your feet up. We're going past the... No, you pick your feet up over the train tracks. No, wait a minute. You used to have to pick your cock up. Oh, oh. that's it. Yeah. Well, Fez, when are you doing the asexual coming out as an asexual show? We could use the bump. I, I don't have any plans on that. Swerve your character, dude. Do it for what? The show. Not the show. The show doesn't name, but your thing, right? Yeah. For my well-being. What would you like to say to everybody? Because you're coming out as an asexual. Um, I guess until I have sex, I am an asexual. <laughs> I guess. That's never <laughs> no. going to be no. the thing. 
I guess no. if you killed my niece, I'd be <laughs> mad at you. Uh. I will say this, Fez. I've known you for a long time. You were a happier man when you had faith. Yeah, I don't even feel it. I don't feel any of that that I used to. Hmm. You're in a dark place, so. Yeah. He's in Gotham, it sounds like. He's in Gotham. And that's what I'm saying. That's his enjoyable show to go to, that he feels is telling the story right. And it's like... I think it's so funny that they do so many more murders on primetime TV now than they would do in a comic book or a movie. Bizarre. I'm surprised at the dead bodies that can be seen. Like, yeah. like I flipped, uh, I was flipping through and saw, came across a CSI, and there was like a burn-up corpse that they were showing on television. Oh, that's all that. Yeah. I've never just, seen any of those shows, so I'm like, I was shocked. That's why you got to fix with the Gotham, the one that you're, uh, you're watching. Let Shelby go down the cult of sex. You stay on the Gotham Highway. And you have what? A show to watch. Conversation. Conversion to asexuality. Catholic faith. I was think it's convertible. You really want to convert to the Catholic faith? I'll get my parents right on it. They'll have you in front of a priest before you know it. And they'll burn that old fucking asexual shirt of yours. Burn it on the altar. Sacrifice it to their god. <laughs> Not their god. <laughs> You're a Catholic. <laughs> So you're praying to your God, are you? No, I'm straight edge. I'm straight edge. That's, that's who I pray to. I have the fucking the Sharpie marker on my fucking band. So what's tomorrow? Thursday? Tomorrow's Thirsty Thursday. Fuck. Um, oh, let's. Uh, we forgot to plug this since we first announced it at the start of the show. But it's very important. Dick Cavett is Monday. Monday. Monday! Here at the SiriusXM Studios, that's Monday, October 20th at 1 p.m. Dick Cavett unmasked. One day, Monday, fun day, Hyundai. Perfect. Is someone going to win a Hyundai? <laughs> is that what we're doing? <laughs> Go to theinterobang.com right now to see how you can be in the studio audience. You're now doing the half plugs, which I fucking love. Give me a pill. <laughs> Bad boy, you came in on mommy. You came on your mommy. Alright, that's it, kids. See you tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. I love to watch things on TV.